It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about You idiot. Oh, that's what I was just saying, yeah. <laughs> Somebody didn't go to his high school. He would have been murdered. Sorry, guy who uh, came up with this pitch-perfect one-take uh, tribute to us. You got one word wrong, <laughs> dummy. Oh, now we're going to clown oh, you. <laughs> dare you go off script. What's wrong with you? Kazuzak. Kazuzak? Kazuzak. Kazoo. I'm going to call him Kazoo. And we were going to ask you to, to... Is my voice somewhere on this? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, there we go. Uh, well, not ruin my joke, so never mind. <laughs> oh, there he is. He's on the chat box. Damn it, fuck. That's all right, Kazugas. We love that. We appreciate it. That's the best. It's the best around. We just have to re-record it. Yeah, I'm turning the fan back on. I don't give a shit. Nobody it's, cares, right? It's really. Fuck why it. is it so hot in here? Yeah, it's really. I don't know. In this here this, this fucking garage. Oh sure. <laughs> this uh, Hi, this garage holds the heat. Hi Ryan, how are you? I'm good. Good to be here this week. <laughs> <laughs> good to see you guys. Yeah, so, I don't know what's going on. Oh well, Uproxx. I think it's it's much hotter all over the country than it is here. We're getting off easy. You know, I've been hearing from. I heard from more than one person last week that. And I want to know chat box if this is true. They that they they sit through and they find it slightly humorous the first thirty minutes of the show because we're trying to be quote all professional, and then after that it becomes a drunken mess. Right, and that's chat what everyone box just, justice, and that's what everyone waits for. And I was like, that's, oh really? That's kind of sad. Is that true? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I that's not up. true because the last three shows we've showed up loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know about you guys. I'm, a, I'm on an even keel for the f- next two and a half hours. Always. I'm a pro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like pro attitude. Friday like night. I don't eat dinner. When you dinner. and Dave went for half salt margaritas. That's right. I don't eat dinner Friday nights. I have two beers. I'm off the fucking rails. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> then I get racist. To Dan, we played a show last night in Brooklyn. Dan turns to me. He's like, I haven't eaten all day. I haven't eaten all day. And then we get, he gets up on stage and he's setting up his drums and he's like, uh, uh, I haven't eaten all day. I haven't eaten all day. I'm blasted, bro. I'm blasted. <laughs> I was like, well, what do you want me to do about it? I'm not a doctor. He was really annoyed with me for ripping into the fast number. <laughs> oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. He, he just looked at me. He's like, really? And then he just like, and it just flew around the fucking place. Like everything is like, dude, can we take it easy? Can we, you know? We had a fun time last night. We finished playing our show and then the Mighty hijacked our gear and played three songs. The Mighty Hijack. <laughs> like, we, they, they came straight from <laughs> straight from rehearsal, so they're all four of them were there, and then uh, 
after the show, like, uh, can we use your gear? <laughs> I guess. I, I, uh, I, I said to Woody, I was too impressed. I said to Woody, I said, please let me introduce the band. And he goes, yeah, sure, go ahead. And I said, this is the equivalent of a five-year-old getting a hold of a microphone at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were, uh, uh, Woody didn't have an amp, though, so he just held my guitar in the air and thrust it, like, towards the audience while they were playing. Really? Yeah, it was really odd. <laughs> So thank you for coming. With, they opened with I don't want to uh, listen to yes. That's right. They did. Right? They, they opened with that, and that one sounded fine, and the other two uh, were a big, huge mess. I, I screamed out things like, you, you sure you just came from practice? <laughs> Heckles of that nature. So it was fun, and that was uh, for Brian. How do you pronounce his last name? Kazuzak? Brian Musikoff? <laughs> Musikoff. As yeah, in turn the music That off? can't be his real name, can it? Musikoff. Musikoff. There you go. Yeah. Take I it he's like, because like, I'm into music, I'll change my name to music. Oh, you know. Or what if he was like, it's, it's pronounced Musikoff. Yeah, whatever. He's a very nice guy, and uh, it was his birthday, and Stuyvesant played. They were great, and uh, we had a good time, man. And that fucking bar kicks ass, yeah, man. Yeah, just The very second I walked in, I was like, this place is perfect. Right. And that's one of those bars that they've been threatening to close down for like 15 years. Because it's in a prime right? real estate area. I mean, yeah, right. exactly. Like, you could need... see, you can spit at the fucking Barclays Center from there. Right, right. it's, it's the downtown Brooklyn. Brooklyn's. Yeah, it needs a Bud's Ale House. Well, I mean, there's a there's a few great places around there that are all in danger. I mean, uh, Frank's Cocktail Lounge is right around there as mm-hmm. well, which has also you know been in danger of closing forever. And that's like the uh, place where I think uh, Charles Bradley got discovered, and like a lot of the Daptones play there. Whenever there's like a blues artist that comes up from the South, that's not well, huge. Well, it's okay because Ratner already sold eighty percent of his stake in the entire thing to the tune of eight hundred million. Did he? And yeah, and none of the low-income housing that they said they were going to do has been built. Oh, what a surprise! Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I'm surprised. Thanks, Bloomberg. Yeah, let's play some basketball. <laughs> you mean rich people lie? <laughs> I hate the fucking. And, uh, this kid just came by on a bike last night, and runs into the place and danced in front of the you know like the crazy dancing guy at the show. Danced yeah. in front of our our stage, our stage, our you know. Our, this our, is our stage. This is our stage. stage. The stage is about five inches high. <gasps> we're the band. You're the crowd. Stay on your side. <laughs> Dance like it was a fish show the entire time, and we're like, maybe it's somebody's friend. Does anybody know this guy? And then he just got on his bike and he left. And uh, Mike outside was like. Hey, uh, what's your deal, man? He's like, oh, I just came by on my bike. I heard the music. He jam out. You know, he was he like, stoned? I don't know. What he said, he was tripping out on something. But Colette said he looked pretty sober. He was I'm gonna, uh, tray bags. <laughs> I'm gonna post tray gonna, Anastasio bags. Uh, 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 Brian took a, uh, a a short video of him uh, performing while we were yeah, performing. Yeah, and uh, so I'm gonna share it with the chat box. <laughs> last time, <clears throat> you have it there. Oh. Let's, get, oh, let's give it a few seconds. Last to watch time it. the uh, we were there, Brian Alien was there dancing and hitting drums and going nuts. There's always a, there's always a nutball. Well, at least th- th- he's our nutball. Yeah, right. This guy was a brand spanking new nutball. <laughs> you gotta you gotta claim them when they're when they're free agents. You gotta you gotta nail that down. It's like a girlfriend. You gotta be like. <laughs> it's like it's like my. You want you want me to keep bringing my special brand of crazy to your life? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to offer me something in return. Yeah, this is my fantasy yeah. baseball. Yeah. In high school. In, in high school. <laughs> oh, you got alien. I'm keeping alien. In high school, we had a we had a friend of ours that would collect homeless guys. Like every week, he'd have like a different homeless guy, and he'd be like, "Oh, this is this is Joe," and he'd like bring him to parties and stuff, and he thought it was hilarious, Ugh. and they would all be like, just like. Like the guy, obviously the homeless guys wanted to hang out because they were all like the slightly crazy kind of guys. Like they had mental issues, but they would like hang out. And he would like get them high and like yeah, buy them beer, beer and shit. Stuff. Yeah, and all the silverware so disappears. Was, like, fucking Gibby Hayes. Yeah, yeah. So he would like show up and like uh, 
with a different guy and they'd be like oh and like you know a couple of our friends would be like we don't want this guy in our house like you know like can you can you take do, him somewhere else yeah, do something do about that? this guy <laughs> can you release him back into the wild <laughs> <laughs> I don't know once he spent too much time around us he might acclimate he's not gonna be as, he's not gonna be able to survive in the wild <laughs> don't touch him his mother won't, get, won't get, come and get him <laughs> don't feed him he'll keep coming back once yeah. the human scent gets on him I left gonna, a can of tuna out once and he's gonna, out there meowing every day he's gonna forget how to sift through trash <laughs> he's indigenous to the overpass of the Van Wyck <laughs> he's gonna forget to get day old bagels <laughs> Uh, uh, it was really hard to get them to spawn. <laughs> I was I was uh, singing Charlie Brown to myself when I was taking out the garbage. You know the coaster song. Ah, Charlie Brown. Clown. Why He's were you singing clown. that and not take out the paper? Yak, yak. I, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> You're taking out the trash singing Charlie Brown. <laughs> it's like oh, I was walking through the woods and I was singing uh, <laughs> singing Idol with the Fell. Golden Head. Every time I do anything, that I sing Yakety Sax. What an idiot I am! I should have been singing out take out the papers in the trash. That's what I was. Take out the paper. But I realized uh, when I was singing it that, uh, you know, Charlie B- Brown, he's a bit of a clown, you know? Yeah. He's always clowning around. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, they, but then he says, fee fi fo fum, I smell smoke in the auditorium. Lighting the school on fire isn't really like clowning around. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's pretty arson. serious no, crime. You don't, yeah. You're assuming that the auditorium oh, burned weird, down. Maybe it was just like man. doing like, yeah, maybe it was like doing a hot foot or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's something Some that, stupid with the flag gun. <laughs> that, you know, that's something that was hugely prevalent in the 80s in baseball, and no one does the hot foot anymore, where they would like, right. for those of you that don't know, it was like uh, Roger McDowell was famous for doing this. He would... Uh, You'd wrap a bunch of matches together and you'd leave it, you'd tape it to someone's cleat in the, the dugout. Th- I thought the Three Stooges were more popular. <laughs> no, I never thought that. Maybe he was just smoking that. reefers or cigarettes in the auditorium. I'm yeah. dumb. Why do you always assume the worst? It's arson. <laughs> never sing that song to yourself again. I know. For now, I'm, I'm taking, taking out, out the, the papers in the trash. I was only taking out the trash, though, and not the papers. So uh, I did, I, I hate to tell third-hand stories, but I know he's at work and he's not going to be able to, to call in to tell this, but <laughs> Heavy Metal Chris told me a really funny story today while we were at the beach that uh, he's, it's like fourth-hand story. Like his sister had a friend who was a teacher and in the class was a straight-off-the-boat small Chinese boy named Jose. Okay. And did like the family didn't speak English. The kid barely spoke English. And she was like... How, how did this happen? So she like had to ask around, and it turned out um, that and they, this was in Queens that uh, the the family moved from China to a predominantly Latino area, and they wanted to give their child an American name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they asked around and like at the bodega and stuff, and they were like, "Jose is a good name, you know? Like, oh, na- yeah, name him Jose." So it's a little, you know, little I Chinese actually kid. believe that. Yeah, <laughs> named great. Jose. I was like, "That's amazing." But, well, that, that's funny because my uncle used to have poker games at his uh, at his archery range, uh-huh. and uh, he's What's friends the with he's friends with a lot of uh, Asians that would come there, and they would uh, sit there and they would all start speaking Chinese to each other. And one night he said, "Hey, hey, hey." No speaking Chinese at the table. But they were all actually from the Dominican Republic. It was not just like in the U.S. There, there was a, there was an uh, immigration to uh, the uh, Dom- Dominican Republic. And uh, so they all start speaking Spanish instead. <laughs> Burn. That is a rule in the casinos. English only at the table. Because you, yeah. you could be colluding with someone else. You know, well, I could like, be telling Dave I have what my hand is in uh, in. Cantonese, <laughs> which he's, we both speak fluently. By you the speak way. Cantonese. We, ne- we, <laughs> we never brought that up before. That Dave and I both speak Cantonese. I can order anything. 
<laughs> I'm gonna do it, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the plunge. That sentence has never been said before. My uncle had poker at his archery range. Nonsense. <laughs> That's what the chat box is saying. It is true. I played at the, in the at the archery range. There was no drinking allowed there, so right. I yeah, I, don't tell your uncle I, sn- I poured vodka in my Gatorade. John's first and last time at the archery range. You got bombed at that game too. I know. Like, How's this guy <laughs> yeah. getting drunk? There's no alcohol out. Oh, like, <laughs> he kept looking at me too. My uncle kept looking at me like, "Who the fuck did you just bring to my game?" <laughs> Next Only week, the best poker player ever. <laughs> All right, what are you handing me here? Mike's harder margarita. I think it could be the new Secrets Escape. It actually tastes kind of like Secrets Escape. Malt beverage. All the great flavor, just harder. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's like a mighty high album title. Let me take a sip of this. Idea. It appealed to my desire to have something with phallic references. In, in... Uh, well, I must say that before you drink it, the smell is is what hits you before this, you even get the sip. Can we pour it into a cup so I can see what color it is? Yes, we can. I have a chalice right here that I've washed out. Championship chalice. And it's a championship chalice. Ooh. Oh, it's margarita colored. Yeah, yeah it, is. it is. It's actually, yeah, that's not as horrendous as I was expecting. It's not we so bad. It to be like green. Yes, like, I was like expecting fluorescent green. It looks better than Seagram's Escapes, I'll tell you what. It's more of a pale, uh, yellowish margarita color with foam on top of it. <laughs> What's crazy to me is that Mike's Hard Lemonade is based in Rochester, New York, Lacrosse, Wisconsin, and Memphis, Tennessee. Those like are the uh, distributors. Yeah, that's not where it's made. No, those are the bottlers. Yeah, it's made in the behind the Seven Eleven in the bathtub. <laughs> it they does could, contain FDNC yellow number five. They could uh, do it. Uh, those are those are where the brewers are located. So they probably uh, make it under contract to a recipe. Ah. so they like lease the recipe to them. <clears throat> a lot of people do that. Yeah. yeah. Sam Ads is is famous for that. Like, they, they actually, I think in the in the late nineties or early two thousands, they tried to bring a, a, a case against Samuel Adams because they promote their Boston blah 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 but it's heritage and everything. But that it's actually made in a lot know, of smaller breweries do that too because they can't afford the bottling process. Yeah, it's, it's consignment. Yeah. In my mind, that one guy with the beard and overalls makes all the Samuel Adams. That's not true. <laughs> And then he, they drink it on the job. It's great. Also, I love working here. And, and then he, they swim in it. <laughs> yeah, they swim in it like the rats at the Guinness. Uh, and I see that guy coming out of the... Th- and then in his off time, he plays drums for the Mighty Hijack. <laughs> I see that guy coming out of the, with a big splash. I'm like, oh, I hope that's not the... That guy. is true. Fucking uh, drank. Chat box, Mike. Uh, pale margaritish color with foam on top equals my poop on March 18th. That is correct. <laughs> Very good. Amateur night. <laughs> Are you drinking from the River Charles? I... Yeah. <laughs> well, I finished my margarita. It's sticky. It's sticking to my hands. I hate that. I love. I love. Yeah, never goes who away. May, who, who's the company who makes this? Did we discuss that? That's their own company. Yeah, I guess I thought they were. Oh, they're company. from Woody's place, Rochester's. Did you Fuck. just not listen to? Yeah, what exactly. <laughs> I don't listen. I'm always. I have to think ten minutes ahead of what's happening. I can't listen to you guys. Show. That's not Woody's yeah. place. What it does say on the on the side here is, Mike's is hard. <laughs> so is prison. Don't drink until you are 21. What? Prison? You go to prison for drinking? I've never heard of anyone going like, up. Oh, I was 16 yeah. and I was drinking underage and I went to prison. What are you in for? I, I crashed had my had car a into an Drinking Mike's Harder Margarita Mix. <laughs> yeah. I had a Seagram's Escapes through my life. I had a wine cooler. Hey, buddy, try a wine cooler. Blame you called you called Bartles and James as witnesses. <laughs> are they like Statler and Waldorf but drunk? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Daryl. It's my brother Daryl. It's my other brother Daryl. Uh, I'm tired. I'm hot. I'm annoyed. Why are you annoyed? You seemed like you had an attitude when I came in. No, I don't know why you thought that. You were like, you okay? 
You Fine. Just, I stopped thinking that. I didn't ago. have an attitude. Today. I know. I know people hate it when you're like, "Oh, it's wrong." You know, like, "Tell me, are you are you pissed at me?" You're like, you know, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's nothing to do with you. I just, you know, <laughs> not a happy guy. I'm completely aloof. I don't notice anything. Yeah, listen, now you're I'm, self-absorbed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> aloof. <laughs> <laughs> that's a euphemism if there ever was one. I'm getting I'm ready. For, I'm getting ready for the show, and then, like you know, I'm in my, my own zone, getting well, busy shit in my together. own head. Right. Show mode. I got my own thing to do. People today. are talking to me. I don't fucking know what's happening. I'm not even listening to you guys now. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Where's that Mike's hard margarita made anyway? What's your name again? Rochester. <laughs> <laughs> your name is Rochester. What are you drinking again? <laughs> Oh, well, we're back live from the barrage. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Time and temperature. Time and temperature. It's uh, hot. Hit the doo, post. Doo, 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 doo. It's hot. Hot. Yeah. It's hot. I got to tell you, it's pretty feeling pretty warm out there. Syrian invasion. It's hot. Did we, did we do anything yet? No. No. What do you mean? Did we do anything? Did we, did we On like, the show? No, no, no. I mean, no, Syria. No, no. Oh, no. And Cameron's all fucking hot and heavy. No, they're not. Britain's is not. They're not going to join in. But France is. The French are, yeah. Oh, great. That should go well. Ironic. Mm. Why, so don't stupid. Why don't we just... Stop it! Let someone else deal with it. Exactly. Like the Syrians. Give a fuck. Listen. <laughs> Gas everybody. See if I give a shit. Gas the world. <laughs> Unless you're gassing yourself and you have children. And then John, John has a problem with it. John said that the last time he used Sick the toilet in my house. Gas the, gas the world. Stop it. Don't <laughs> gas me. And we we're fine. we're fine. Can't do everything. Can't do everything. I'm I'm actually reading this really good book right now. Bullshit. It's gonna accomplish nothing. Nothing is gonna be accomplished. Oh no, things are gonna be accomplished. Zero. Now the Syrians are gonna hate us and start blowing up our shit too. Oh, I drew a red line in the sand. I don't want them to think I'm a pussy. Fuck you. No. No more. No more. No more. One man is had in a world. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. Um, Guess this. Your suicide rant last week was very popular. I heard from a lot of people <coughs> that uh, were fans of your suicide rant. Uh, who? I heard from a lot of people that were fans of your suicide rant. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Unfortunately, they're all dead. You got a Ouija board. You the convinced chat. them. Yeah, the chat box wasn't ah, John, thanks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What I did. on his Ouija board. And, like, I was waffling like, what to do coming back to him. Kirk, Kirk Kaboom like fucking came up on his Ouija board and was like John had a point there. I uh, I got on the Verrazano <laughs> I, I got on the Verrazano oh, bridge by myself. Uh, by myself. Uh, by <laughs> oh, congratulations. Very proud of you. I want, <laughs> baby steps I, over the Verrazano. I put on my big boy pants. And I, uh, <laughs> and I went on that bridge. I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. Today's the day. Dr. Leo Marvin! <laughs> uh, by accident today, I forgot to to um, get on the prospect because I was going to the belt to go to Coney Island. And I get across the bridge because obviously, for those of you that don't know the Verrazano, it links uh, Brooklyn and uh, Staten Island. And uh, the toll is at the end of the bridge. So I'm already off the bridge. I'm in Staten Island, which I don't want to be in Staten Island. And the toll is fucking $15 because it's, it's free. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one way. Yeah. You only pay going into Staten Island. You don't pay coming out. So it's I go up. Jersey joke. And I'm trying to like turn on my charm to this woman and it's of course it's like a sassy black lady that has nothing that wants nothing to do with me and I was like hi um I got on the bridge by accident and uh, uh, yeah. I was wondering can I just turn around and like get back on it hoping yeah. that she would like just be like you don't have to pay or whatever because that's I mean I did that at, at the Triborough once when I was oh, yeah? like 17 but uh she just goes 
yeah, you could turn around, but you gotta pay. And then she just like turns to her side and goes, stupid. Ah. <laughs> and, like, and like, I was like, what? Can I file a complaint? Like, I gotta give you fifteen dollars now. Uh, this is a uh, this is a, uh, a transit worker. I assume works for the MTA, right? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Port Authority. She called you stupid. Stupid. What's the Port Authority? Not just stupid. I think so. Yeah. Stupid. I like, might be wrong. I you ever hear that? You hear it on the you hear it on the subway a lot. Yeah. Stupid. Yo. Stupid. Yo, B, you stupid. <laughs> Yo, why are you so stupid? <laughs> stupid. Everything's stupid. Cool. It, it ends in a T. Which is funny because where my mom lives in, in outside of Pittsburgh, it's it, it, the the insult is ignorant. So they're like, you're right. ignorant. And I actually got in a fight with a woman who called me ignorant, and she looked like fucking Honey Boo Boo's mom. And I was like, you are the fucking epitome of ignorant. Do you want me to explain what epitome means? And, uh, <laughs> well, you certainly showed her. <laughs> you punch her? Way to take on the, the big struggles in life. <laughs> Let's just save your energy for something productive, Dave. Fucking Steelers fans. Epitome, <laughs> <laughs> epitome you. Pit of you. Mad stupid. Yo, man, you stupid. stupid. Mad stupid. Mad stupid. <laughs> stupid. I saw this thing on the news that Beyonce crashed uh, Coney Island and started going on rides and caused a big uh, traffic jam of people. And uh, I think there's this woman that's going to sue uh, Coney Island now because she got on the Ferris wheel, but it took half an hour to do a photo op with all these people. And this woman that was scared of heights was stuck at the top and freaking out the whole fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> let me down, stupid! <laughs> Couldn't they just buy Girl, let Coney me down, Island you stupid! <laughs> I'm done with this shit, yo. <laughs> Come on, I gotta pick up my kids. Why wouldn't they just rent out Coney Island for a fucking day? No, yeah, I don't know. That's I'm telling you, fuck that roller coaster and fuck everybody. Uh, you know what? I, that I, roller coaster rules. John. I went I'm on. Sorry. T- I went on today. They fucking added all this padding on yeah. the sides now. Oh. I didn't know they did that. So like, you went on it's the pussification of America. Yeah, he went to Coney Island today. I still never went to on the. Uh, I never went on the ride. You never went on the cycle. Cyclone, yeah. Oh, I've been on the cycle. You've been on. I've never been on. That's right. It's a roller coaster on the street. They, they don't let you. It. They don't let you go multiple times anymore. They don't do like the right. Oh, used to be able to ride for half price yeah. second time around. Woody yeah. Allen lives Bloomberg? in a house under it. Woody Allen lives in a house underneath Stupid. it. <laughs> You're not allowed. But <laughs> what what the guy did when we got on it's was actually so much noise. Was actually really funny. Um, we're pulling away, and he just goes. Oh shit! And he like runs for the control box, and he's like trying oh, to no. push it while we're going up the thing. And he goes, uh, ah, "I'm just kidding." Oh really? <laughs> yeah. And we're like, "Oh my god, is this like fucking Final Destination? Are we about to die?" And I was like, "That was fucking hilarious." I even like, like afterwards, good. I had to say, like, I was like, "That was funny." That's pretty good. Because we were all like, oh, "What?" Was he a crazy, uh, long-haired, white, tattooed? No, guy? he was like a oh. really young black guy. Like, oh okay, because the guy I had uh, looked like something out of Oz. I was getting on the, uh, the Wonder Wheel one time, and I had a fucking, I had a pint of beer and a fucking cigarette in my hand, right? And I just looked at him, and I went, is this cool? And he goes, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I didn't even strap you in. This is my type of ride. Yeah, listen. That's, uh, that's, you know, I, I walked through uh, I walked through Tompkins Square Park uh, yesterday, too, and uh, I remembered, I don't know if I'd ever told this story on the radio, I, I was smoking weed in high school with my sister and our friend Melissa, on a bench in Tompkins Square Park. And this was 90s when it was fucking dangerous. Thing. Yeah. And a cop, we see, like, we didn't catch the beat cop walking down. And, like, I was holding the the um, pipe and I tried to, like, hide it. And uh, he walks by and he just looks. He stops and just stares at us, like, kind of like your parents when you do something bad but not too bad. And he goes, listen. Unless you're lying there dead with a needle stuck out of your arm, I don't have fucking time for you, and I don't care. <laughs> and he just kept walking. And I was like, I should have like offered him some or whatever. But like now, I-, I was reminded of that because yesterday I had to hear a conversation where someone was going, 
I was trying to sunbathe at Tompkins Square Park, and there was like a band playing, and they were like death metal, and I was like, God, I'm just trying to get a tan. <laughs> it's like at Tompkins Square Park, like it's like if you took someone from the '90s, like it wouldn't even have to be like a hundred years ago. If you took someone from the '90s and you were like. We're going to time travel to 2013, and we're going to drop you in the middle of Tompkins Square Park. You'd be like, oh, fuck, why? Yeah, exactly. No, please. Please don't. I'll do anything. I hope the roving bands of dogs and fucking chickens that have escaped from Santeria rituals don't don't attack me in the middle of the night. Is it full escape from New York yet? (laughs) Did my plane accidentally crash? Do I have the president? Do I know the launch codes? I love this story, and I'll tell you why. I love the story so much that the second time around, it was even better. You uh, told yes. the exact same story last week. Well, I just <laughs> we did not on the air. No way. Oh, entire chat box is exploding. Ah. <laughs> I'm fascinated, like it's the first time. I said I don't know if I told this already. I even said I prefaced it by saying I don't know if I said that. <laughs> we should get all these cocksuckers in the air and hear their fucking. Yeah, show. right. Let's hear your radio. You show, find cock-socket. fucking material every week, okay? <laughs> Listen, you, you keep typing the same thing in the chat box every Mike week. Mike Yonkers, what's up, Mike? You guys suck. This is terrible. This is horrible. That's right. What are they talking about? The uh, I forget what I was going to say. Want to take a break? <laughs> My no. repeated oh, story Ryan, is better I just, than I, I did want to Uli Roth's softest fart. <laughs> Dovey uh, had a good point. Why would the lady go on the Ferris wheel if she was afraid of heights? She might have got pressured into it. Trying to somebody. conquer it. Mm-hmm. Or what I'm uh, also thinking is that maybe she just made up that story so she can pursue a lawsuit. That seems a little bit more plausible. That's what I'm thinking. El Pro Tulios. Listen, this is the last time you're going to insult me, buddy. I'm going to ban you from the chat box. I work at a real radio show. The chat box is the real show. Hey, buddy. Longboard off a fucking cliff, asshole. Go fuck yourself. Or shave that goddamn goatee. Who is, this, who is this guy? <laughs> Some fucking guy. You know who it is. Who is he? Same. Uh, his name is Graham Hick. He's annoying me. <laughs> how, do you, how do you know him? I don't know. From the internet. Okay. That's your buddy from the internet? You guys yeah, he's my buddy. You guys hang out? You, yeah. You, uh, you know, one day meet IRL? Yeah, I met him once, yeah. I saw. Uh, did I see? Yeah, I did see his band play. I played poker during his band. They were good. He called in two weeks ago, didn't he? He did. I think he might have called in. Were we mean to know. him? I don't think so. We should be now, though. Apparently, it seems like it. I mean, I, douche. You met him once. He was. Uh, was he a nice guy? Yes, very, very nice. Very did he give nice. you a strong handshake, or was it like a wet rag? Uh I don't remember. If I, I don't remember it being a dead fish, I'll tell you who's a dead fish. Fucking Woody. Really? Woody totally dead fished me last uh, night out in front of the show, and I called him out in front in front of this whole band and everything. I'm like, what the fuck was that? I don't. I'll, I'll talk to him. Don't worry. Yeah, talk to him about that. Oh, Didn't you bullshit. also attack him about wearing shorts? Uh, shorts are so not metal. The entire Mighty High band was wearing. wearing oh, I said that uh, Lemmy would never wear shorts. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's because there's moles all over his calves. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he farms them from. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is real. You're right. All right, let's take a break. Uh, this is also Early Gates' dad. Uh, since we were talking about homeless people, I found this little gem before on his uh, on his American Hillbilly album. Didn't we play this last week? Yeah, but this is a different song. Thank oh. you. Taking a fucking break, tough And here's guy. like a laser sound. Let's go with it. Check it out. It's live from LeBron. Yeah. I ain't got no money, but I got plenty of time. I love you, boss hogs. I'm just sitting here with nothing on my mind. I'm just a homeless person living out on the street. Starting to 
some songs now.
toss out a preliminary call for replacement snares? No. Yes, we're back live from the garage. The garage snare is kind of important in the rock and rolls. You need a snare. That's uh, that was a century rocket building. That was great. That's a good old Mr. Chimp in that band. And before that, we heard uh, some more Wax Eater from that uh, Wire album. I can't get enough of that. Cuddy versus the Tiny Furniture and American Hillbilly. Uh, I think that's a song about a homeless guy. So there you go. Yeah, uh, El Protulio's wanted to call in and talk about Deadwood, but he's only up to season two. So it's like, you know. So why don't you take a time machine? I don't want to spoil it for him. 2008 and go talk. Go find someone to talk. I to think about. we did talk about like how Deadwood ended though on one show. Maybe he didn't hear it, so I don't. I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. We should go on the internet and find somebody who's only up to season one, and then he could be their spoiler. <laughs> right, yes. Can we talk about Breaking Bad yet? I mean, I hate, I know everybody. Spoiler alert's a big thing that everybody doesn't want right. to screwed up. But you know what? Let's just talk about last week's episode. Talk about it all you want. If I anybody. Have no idea what it is. Does I, not I want to hear if you're not caught up on Breaking Bad. Um, we're going to talk about it right now. So um, come back in seven minutes. What do you think is going to happen? Where you? I think, I'm confused on one thing. What's the thing? The uh, the whole thing with Jesse. Oh, uh, that somebody <laughs> calling is telling us not to talk yeah. about it now. Go on, uh, Mike and Yonkers. What's up, Mike? <laughs> this is Graham in St. Paul. Oh, it's Graham in St. Paul. Hello, Graham. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. You're only on I already know how Deadwood would end. So oh, do you? Nothing's, no, nothing's going to be spoiled to me. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I read ahead. But it's still, it's an awesome show. It's it great. It's, it's fucking great. great. But I know you guys want to talk about Breaking Bad, I just heard. So no, I go ahead. You called that. in. You got the floor. What are do you, you want to say? Are you caught up? With Breaking Bad, yeah. I have not seen episode any episodes, oh, but wow. uh, you know I know what it's about. <laughs> I, I like how you were going to name specific <laughs> episodes. You're like, actually, none of them. I saw the one where no, I didn't. No, there's no, no. I, I read about how in the first season they went to um, melt down some guy, and he didn't know that it would melt his bathtub, and so the guy's body and all the shit came down through the floor. Right. Yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, yeah. That was I good. know that happened. I know that Hank is uh, Walter White's uh, brother-in-law. That's right? a big spoiler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he's uh, he's trying to capture. He's trying to he's trying to get this big meth dealer that he doesn't know is his brother-in-law. Yeah, he got the right? gist of well, it. Now pretty he, much. Now yeah. he knows. What else can we wreck? <laughs> oh, De- you can't really spoil the ending of Deadwood because nothing fucking happens. Oh, <laughs> they never. Yeah, ended. it just kind of ends, yeah. right? I mean, right. well, I thought it was pretty cool when Daniel Craig shows up and they turned it into like the beginning setting for Cowboys, Cowboys. versus Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Upchurch uh, is very, very. He's caps locked in the check box saying no spoilers for Breaking Bad. I will. Okay, kill we'll, all of you. we will not spoil oh. Breaking Bad for you. Don't worry. What are you up to, Mike? So we know what to do. Give us a give us a hint here, Upchurch. Up. Chuck up rocks, whatever your name is. All right. So anyway, the chat box is anyway, on a bit of a delay. So I really, I struck a nerve earlier, John. I'm real, real. I called in to really just apologize about that. No, that's okay. You didn't strike a <laughs> nerve. Well, you called me a bitch. Uh, you said I did call I, you a bitch. Yeah, we're on the fake yeah. radio. You work for a real radio station. I don't know. You're probably sweeping the floor or something. And then uh, you, you said, something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you also said that the uh, the radio like show Stanley sucks, and the, the chat box is the actual radio show. So well, are, the chat box is a lot of fun. Oh, I mean, it's the show great. Is great. I listen to it on my podcast device. Right. You know, when I'm not hearing it live, but I always miss. The chat box chat when I'm listening to it later. You know? <laughs> no one likes that sound clip except for me. I, I, like hate, it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I, speak up. I do have to say. I mean, uh, John yelled at me for live tweeting the VMAs, and was why were you why were you so mad at me about that? I wasn't. You said please stop live tweeting the VMAs. I was just busting your chops. Oh, okay. I'm mad at both of you for being on Twitter. Why? Twitter's awesome. <laughs> oh, by the way, while you were live tweeting the VMAs, uh, I was retweeted by your friends, the Ataris. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know they're still a band. Yeah, well, Are they still bands? I have no idea. I never listened, heard one Atari song in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that'd be something why, you'd be into. Why did they retweet you? They're not because I wrote something fucking hilarious, and Riot Fest retweeted it, too. What did it say? Uh, something like, you know, I've waited 20 years for this replacement reunion so I could live tweet it and not pay attention at all or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Huh? Everyone thought that was gangbusters, and nobody yeah, likes I, my I don't tweets. Give a shit about the replacement. <laughs> Did you see any of the video clips like where everybody's just holding up their fucking phones? It looked like a phone right. ad. Yeah, and immediately Tommy Rockstar was right on it for yeah, the first I waited, song. I waited twenty years me, for this. We you called know, him out, and he stopped. <laughs> Stop it. Did you, uh, so did you watch any of the video of the? Uh, thing pat you did right Dave? i did yeah yeah i watched it you guys yeah. watched it What'd i watched you think of it? I, I went I, the next day i went on i went into the fucking wormhole of of youtube videos for all of them because i i started i found the set list and went in order and found a video for every song yeah um i think left of the dial was really slow mm. like slower than it should have been my only beef with it in in all fairness was like you know i mean i was just kind of like meh about the whole thing to begin with the sound and like and I knew good. it was going to be I knew it was going to be Josh and Tom playing with them. No, I mean it's it sonically it was great. Josh Freeze, bro. But then when they uh like when they actually played it like once like I pulled up a live stream and started listening to it and I got you know a little nostalgic hearing all those songs in order and hearing them doing it and goof off in and order stuff like that. No, but in the you know I mean but hearing a, an actual live set. did they do it in like uh, any particular order like no uh, no no they kind of vamped all over the place because so cool. they, they started with uh, taking a ride taking so I thought maybe they taking a ride but they, dude but they played take they played fucking hanging downtown they played like yeah. fucking like bizarre shit that you wouldn't have expected them to play at all but uh Josh Freese is he's he's too, too he's too metronomic precise. he's too precise right he's like and, robotic and, and, and sorry the thing that they've always talked about is that uh Chris Mars played slightly behind the beat and it, it made them sound different. Yeah. And and Josh Freeze is too good of a drummer, if that makes sense. Yeah, to like, but to like there's parts where it should speed up and parts where yeah. it should pull back. And he was just really, you he's know, precise. I mean, don't, you know, I, uh, I'm obviously not shitting on the guy. He's one of the most talented fucking but drummers in the world. But not but, really what they yeah. are. Yeah, Here's you know, there's, there should be a little more sloppy. I was a little hurt that he didn't like mention Alex Schultz at all. Like, like he didn't say anything. I mean, what shit? The guy's been on the ground for like five years. What, is this outside? People are smoking like crazy. Yeah, it's also in Canada. Oh yeah, are you still smoking bars in Canada? I think so. You can do everything cool in Canada you can't do here anymore. This fucking country's full of pussies. Well, it sounds like the replacements, but the, I can see what you're saying about the drumming. It's very metronomical. It's very robotic. Was he in Sound Gardens or something? He was in Devo. He was in a uh, Perfect Circle. The, he started in ba- actually the Vandals. I think was his actual band. He's not the guy from Soundgarden. No, nah. no, that's Matt Cameron. Oh, okay, right. He, I think he played in Nine Inch Nails too. Yeah, he's played with everyone. Like his, Has he played with Westerberg before, like he's, solo. Yeah. He's like the fucking uh, the 2000s Kenny Aronoff. I would have actually liked to see Worcester play. Yeah, that would have been fucking incredible. That would have been great. It would have been perfect. Why didn't they do that? Dumb. Because Josh and Tom have been working with Paul on his solo stuff since oh. like the nineties, so they've been playing this stuff for years with them. That sounds good. This is, a, I guess, a, I'm assuming a camera phone or something. Mm. And, and you know the crowd got me a little angry. I think it's always a disservice to your real fans to play 
a reunion show at a festival because there's there's invariably going to be a lot of people up front that don't care about your band. Dude, what, what, what are the real fans compared to? You know, I mean, like, seriously. Like, I mean, the, the Riot Fest, for instance. Like, I mean, it's like, was anyone going, I went to see fucking Fallout Boy and, like, the fucking Ataris or whatever, and then I also wanted to see the replacements? Like, that was always my... It's my problem with festivals. I think, like... If you're going to do, like, a one-off or you're going to do something really special, don't do it for the cash. Don't do it, like, you know, play yeah, but a fucking... That, but, but, but the opposite side of that exact same argument, right, is what are they going to do, a club gig? And if they're going to do a club gig, who the fuck is going to get into it? Yeah. Only fucking, you know, like, rich kids fucking so sons, fucking and, play sons and daughters sons and daughters of record company execs who can fucking I don't buy care. blocks of fucking tickets. Like Wood yeah. High saying, did they do dope smoking morons? <laughs> And then uh, somebody in the chat box named Ooh says, this music is fucking boring, yo. Okay. And Dovia uh, says that you can't smoke anywhere in Canada at all. There you go. Where's the fucking sound? But, uh, <laughs> I mean, watching the crowd's reaction to these songs, like, they went crazy for Left of the Dial. They went crazy for Alex Chilton. They went crazy Chiltron. for Can't Hardly Wait. Like, the songs that, you know, the Tim songs are, like, the more popular replacement the songs. The hits, man. The hits. And uh, The pop no, hits. Come on. When they opened with fucking Kids, or uh, not Kids Don't Follow. That would have been awesome if they, did, if they did fucking Kids Don't Follow. I don't think <laughs> they played that. That would have been great. I would have, you know what? If you told me that they were playing a show and they were just doing, like, Stink, I would have been like, that's fucking awesome. I would totally go to that. Hmm. Let's see if we got a. He's taking a ride. Taking a ride's a little sloppy, I think. Oh, what well, duh? Should be. It's a fucking replacements. <laughs> How were the replacements? They were a little sloppy. What the hell is this? Oh, this might be the opening. That's Does anyone have like real video of this for God's sake? Oh, here they come. They're putting on their guitars. I'm fast forwarding. Paul Westberg pulling a Dave Harrison, which is a uh, go crazy for the first two songs and then be tired for the rest <laughs> of the set. All right, there you go. There they are. If you watch my band, just watch the first two songs. It's fucking great, and then I'm winded for the rest of the <laughs> I wore my seat. Oh, look, he went and tuckered himself out. I got no He'll sleep gonna... tonight. I'm, I, uh, I'm an old man. I'm glad I didn't fly to Toronto. That's all I know. Yeah, man. Fuck the replacements. Oh, hey. Oh, I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the replacements. So what, what are your favorite bands, Graham Hicks? My favorite bands of all time, Dockin. I guess, uh, Big Black, uh, Sonic Youth, and the Melvins would be the top three. There you go. Well. What if Fugazi reformed to perform at Riot Fest? I would love to see Fugazi again. Uh, would you they were a, a great fucking band. Would what you feel butthurt like five? Dave Harrison and say, the real fans are what if Sonic Youth reformed, but they only played Kim Gordon songs? Yeah, I stopped going to see Sonic Youth many years ago. <laughs> they haven't been good in a very long time. You're what, 56? Yeah, 63. How old are you, seriously? You're in your 40s, right? I'm, I just turned 40 in June, yeah, right after the barbecue. Hmm. So do you get mad when people say you're in your 40s, and you're like, no, I'm only 40! <laughs> no, I'm in my 40s. What can I do about it? Yeah, you know? Nothing. Not a fucking thing. It doesn't thing. feel like it. It feels like 25, except a couple things don't work quite as well. But you talking about your penis? I'm, penis. You know, I'm, in my head, I feel like I'm 25 years old. So fuck right. you, you know? Well, listen, I've seen you. <laughs> I just wake up. I don't look 25. I know that. <laughs> All right. Anything uh, else? That was the worst Deadwood call ever. I the worst you, what? 
Deadwood call ever. Worst Deadwood call ever, yeah. Great fucking show. Thanks for talking about hey, it. Hey, Deadwood dies at the end. <laughs> awesome. And, well, uh, cool, guys. I, and I did like the suicide rant last week. I totally agreed with you. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. So, and all right, guys, I felt I'll bad about it today. Thanks for taking my call again and uh, try to have a good show. Anytime. Thanks, Graham. Appreciate all right, bye, guys. Later. There he goes. There's Graham Hick of uh, St. Louis, I guess. St. Paul, Minnesota. Well, he's, he's from Minnesota, and he doesn't like the replacements? Interesting. Maybe he's a Husker Interesting. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Would people be as excited about Husker Du if they got back together? I don't think so. Well, they, I guess the replacements, already, were, the replacements were always the more commercial of the bands. Bob Mould has managed to assemble a band that was better than Husker Du at their prime. Uh, yeah, like with, with John and Jason they're playing drums, and that was with John awesome. and Jason, they're they're better than than Husker Du, like kind of really ever was. So I don't know, like I, like you know when people ask, like I you know I don't know Bob Mole, but like I've read tons of interviews and stuff like that, and he's like, why would I do that? Like why would I? Bother when did people that? start calling like, him Bob Mold? Are... Isn't it Bob fucking Mold? I've mold. been saying Mold my whole life. It's Mold, Kazuzax. I've never heard you say Mold. I'm on the air saying mold several times. You can rewind the tape later. No, I know, but before today or last week or whatever. What? I've never heard you say Bob Mold. You don't listen to me, John. What do you say, Dave? Any- <laughs> I wait for him to get up and ask him a question. He's walking away. Well done. <laughs> but anyway, but he said, he goes, he goes, why would I do that? He goes, I, I, I have assembled a band full of reliable people who are better at what those guys were. He's also the kind of guy where you feel like, I mean, from what I've read about him, Bob Mould. Um, Doesn't rhyme with wood, could, should. That's Bob Mould, mud. Get the fuck out of here. But, uh, I mean, he seems like the kind of person that isn't into, like, if he can't get behind the meaning of a song anymore, he can't play it. You yeah. know, like those those kind of guys. Like, yeah, human being. Yeah, yeah well, I, <laughs> I thought that until I saw him at ATP in 2008, and they fucking ripped into, like, half a Zen Arcade. Yeah, we played that like on the everything. air er, very they early in the uh, show. Oh, Not God, in this we show. We played quite it. intoxicated yeah. that evening. We played it uh, many, many shows ago. But I think I edited it down as to not get 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 sued by mood. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's it sued, Bob Mood. Fucking and Mackay. It's Bob Mould. Ian Mackay. Bob Mould. Mould. Ian Mackay. Not Mackay. It's Mackay. Mackay. No, okay. Ian Mokay. Mokay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't give a shit how your name is pronounced. I could fuck off. And what about Rafe Fines? Why is his name spelled Ralph, but it's pronounced Ray? It's Rafe. I always hear Rafe Fine. I thought it was Rape. <laughs> rape Fine. You know, I always have an uh, issue with... Uh, with <laughs> this is the worst show. Who is, who is Mike Tyson's uh, manager? His really influential dude. Customato? Yeah. Customato. Not Gus. Cuss. Cuss. Cuss, yeah. Tomato. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it took me ages to figure that out. Yeah, no, I got that one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you. Sports guy. Look you, Rafe Fines. <laughs> why, why did he hit Rafe Fines? Well, what did he do? Like, uh, Shakespeare in Love, and then he took a nosedive, right? Now he does, like, a soap opera That's or his brother. He did Shane Lewis. They're both the list. same guy. That's his, his brother. Oh, who's his brother? That's uh, Phil? Jo- Joseph. Julio oh, Joseph. <laughs> yeah, he grew up in a uh, Spanish neighborhood. His parents wanted Jafe. to acclimate him to it. Was Jafe Fine? Yeah. Man, fuck those guys. Too good looking for their own good. Free ride. Go Is that your to- problem? You, you hate people that are naturally gifted with good looks? Yeah, except for me. Mm. <laughs> I'm happy with myself. Everybody else can go scratch. 
Thank you. Thank you. Everybody. Why is it so fucking hot in here? I don't know, Ryan. You're it's the weather man. It's not hot. It's just you're you. the HVAC guy. It's hot because the fucking it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> That's the response I've gotten from every time I've heard. Are you really? Is it affecting you, Dave? You haven't said a word in a half an hour. That's no. You just haven't heard them. I've said them. You haven't (laughs) been listening. listening. What happened to your uh, lost in space uh, looking air conditioner over there? Why isn't that Uh, working? It keeps blowing out the fucking circuit breakers. I can't get it going. Hey, Mike Upchurch, you live in California. Why don't you have a fucking air conditioner in your house? What's wrong with you? You know we can't answer you, right? Oh yeah, I forgot. The, uh, it was funny. I saw somebody fucking uh, post a picture of like a really like nice like open window on Reddit, and somebody replied. He goes, "I'm from Texas. I forget that people open windows to cool off. Yeah. <laughs> you open a window and you get blasted like by yet. hot air. Yeah, he's like, ever since I was a kid, like you open a window, be like, close that fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> what are you insane? I've been to the uh, the ballpark in uh, Arizona." At the time, it was Bank One. Now it's Chase Field, and uh, they keep the dome closed for the entire game. It's nice and cool in there. And as soon as they open it, it's like a weather anomaly that happens. You could see the air swirling around yeah, and yeah. turning white. I mean, when they turn it, it's 117 degrees outside. It's the global warming. We've been lucky so far. This we had like two weeks where it was unbearably hot, like in the hundreds, 101. And then we 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 we've gotten a pass the rest Pretty of the summer. Pretty much the eighties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're and saying that it was. I totally missed that. The wettest summer ever. I don't remember it being that rainy. What? Okay. Are we going to talk about the weather? Is that what it's become? I want to tell you, I, so I, I hope this, Paul Graziano I calls it because I, I saw Paul Valone, his opponent, on the street today. Paul, <laughs> what'd you say? Paul actually I, texted me. Uh, when should he call in? Uh, I told him 845 about 10 times. I don't know what he doesn't understand. I don't know, okay. I don't know how he's going to run should this district without following now? directions from mm. his constituents like me. Okay. I'm going to give him a caps yeah. lock. Call in. I uh, so I saw Paul Valone walking into uh, his law office when I went to get Chinese food, and uh, I rolled down the window and yelled Graziano, <laughs> and he like turned around and was putting the key in the door and like smiled. So he's waiting. To oh, be- I showed him. <laughs> That's it. Pack it up. Oh, John. I got in his head. Hit the bricks. I got in his head. You should just save up all of your Chinese menus and just throw them at him. I was gonna yell something because I was driving. I didn't have time to yell like. Stop taking money from real estate interests and uh, you're in the pocket. And this big, long thing, you know? You hey, Kaj. Just throw your shoe at him. <laughs> a la Khrushchev. Yes, you're on the air. Hello there. Hello. City Council candidate Paul Graziano. I don't have the hail to the chief. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, giving uh, Mr. Valone the shout out there. I yelled, Graziano's! <laughs> and he, t- he kind of turned his head and just, like, smirked and... Uh, you know, he didn't know what to do with that information. As he's wont to do. <laughs> he's got, I want to ask you a question. I thought about this while I was in the shower. Oh, what? Not that that's important. But all right. How he, much do you manscape? He's got all the, you know, the entire block where his law firm is, is of course, plastered with the signs and everything, which is, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. And then he's got, like, signs on the sidewalk, uh, like TP signs, the freestanding wooden signs, which made me think, is he allowed Sandwich to... boards? Is he allowed to use... No, like giant, like teepee things. Is he allowed to use his law office as? Can he conduct campaign business there? Is that that against the rules? Well, it's, it's actually kind of funny because uh, he got called out by that by uh, by other candidates, including me, um, because he's charging himself five hundred dollars a month rent. I don't get it. In other words, he's claiming 
<laughs> he's blaming the campaign is paying himself five hundred dollars a month to rent out part of the space. Mm, mm-hmm. So to, and, to to rent the actual frontage on his buildings where he's putting up his own signs. Except the no, no, no. Meaning, no. I think what 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 John was saying was that is it is it legal for him to rent to have space in his own office? Mm. Right. Right. So I'm saying, you know, he's charged. If you look at the expenditures, because they're all public, he's charging himself five hundred dollars a month. Uh, but meanwhile, the market rate is like, you know, twenty five hundred dollars a month for the space that he's using within the thing. It's all messed up. It's it's just. Paul, BS. you should go. You should go offer him five fifty to put your site. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking of doing the same thing, and then I, I, at my own house, and then writing it off my mortgage. We need a new rehearsal now, space. Where do, where do they draw the line with these campaign finance rules? Because it's kind of a blurry thing. Like, if you're sitting around thinking about your campaign, is that working on it in an office? If you have a conversation with someone about it, are you are you actively working on your campaign? Do you, is there have to have have to be an expenditure for it to qualify as working on the campaign inside a certain uh, space? You know what I mean? It, it gets a little murky. Well, especially when you're especially when you're mixing your business with it too. I mean, yeah. in his case, in my case, it's a little different. But I mean, if you're a lawyer and your client is 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 a huge donor to you, and then you you know obviously you have attorney client privilege, and didn't Holleran used to do the same thing? He did. He I think he still is. Right. <laughs> uh, even though he doesn't think anybody's watching. Those are some blurred lines. They are. Doesn't it suck? Doesn't it suck that you life is full of gray? <laughs> Sorry. I've heard that song 10 billion times in the past week. <laughs> I, finally, I had no idea what people are talking about. I finally went on the YouTubes and I watched this Blurred Lines video. Well, there's a topless version and a regular version. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I went straight for the topless. I wasn't screwing around. <laughs> oh, boy. What a mess that is. Anyway, sorry, Paul. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, it's, uh, you don't have any uh, topless videos floating around out there, do you, that we need to know about? Paul's top well, uh, I sent you the, those links there. <laughs> I didn't get. I didn't have time uh, to check out. A All right. Well, let me let me give you the summary of the week. You guys ready for this? Yep. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so there was a second hit piece that was done on me. So now Breaking news. Go ahead. <laughs> There were actually there have been a total of six hit pieces now. There was uh, two on me. Okay, there's two on me alone, and the second one on me is truly outstanding. There's a, again, if you, uh, I sent it over to you, but I, I think I texted it to you when it happened too. Oh, did you? The, the front of it has a picture of my horrible picture from ten years ago. Giant head with with, oh, with flames. The, with the goatee. Where did they get that picture from? You know, I, I, I think I was playing music. I would assume so. Yes, and I was, you know, in, in playing music and someone snapped a shot. So anyway, so the picture's there <laughs> and there's flames across the whole front of it with a thing that says Paul Graziano spouts inflammatory nonsense. <laughs> and, then, and then on the back... It says, "Let's not get burned by Paul Graziano." Nice. I like. I saw the news conference that you had with Tony when everybody got together, and uh, one of the other candidates had your your in flames one, and I could tell like you wanted to hold that one. You're like, "I'll hold, <laughs> I'll hold my the one of me in flames," and like she wouldn't wasn't giving it up. <laughs> no, she wasn't giving it up at all. Chrissy, Chrissy was Chrissy's very selfish. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, it was pretty, but you know, you got to admit, and again, for those who are listening, um, basically because of all these, these, what we call hit pieces, because they're, I mean, the, vo- the volumes are out of control. They're just out of control. You want they're, your they're, they're throwing to be these on things fire. out. We had, 
we ended up having this press conference with all of the other candidates together and Senator Tony Avella, who called the press conference, basically denouncing not only jobs for New York and the real estate board, but calling on Paul Vallone to, you know, repudiate these things and say that they're terrible. Other candidates have done that in the city. You know, he's going around saying, I can't control it. I, I can't control them. They're acting independently. I can tell you there are other candidates in the city who have said, enough. Such, I, don't, I don't support these guys. Stop running these ads. Exactly. Stop such it, as stop, stop who's, who's running up in the Bronx? Yeah, there's, there's someone up in the Bronx. There was someone in Brooklyn. Mm. Um, there were two, at least two other candidates that, that hey, Redney was screwing uh, around with. What are you with. doing? You're having a debate on New York One? Yeah, on Monday. On Monday? What time does that happen? That happens, at, I think it's at 7, at ten, seven and at 10. And, and, and what happened was, and this is what's really funny about it, yesterday, Errol Lewis, who runs Road to City Hall, all right, which is, the, you know, that's like the political show, mm-hmm. he, he pulls out two versions of good, like two versions of political ads that are good ads and two that are bad. And the one from last week that you guys were talking about is the one that he pulls out. Why do you think Pharrell wants to be nowhere near the naked women? <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen this video? Jesus Christ. Look at that girl. Oh, she's my the God. Best. She's my favorite. Yeah, the other two. Forget it. Have you seen this video, Paul? Uh, I, I, you know what? What's I your guess stance you on this video? Don't worry. It's not on the record. Go on. Jesus By the way, uh, there's nothing. Everything's on the record. What are you talking about? The, uh, uh, I have to say the... Um, the press conference was brilliant, if not just for uh, Tony Avella, like before he goes, he goes, yeah, look, if any of you guys get elected, we got to clean up this place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the, 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 the place we were doing in front of the Bayside, Bayside Railroad. Jesus, oh, what a, what a God, dump. That girl is perfect. <laughs> the, the, the busty one? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, <laughs> sorry. The, uh, uh, Toby had a good question. Uh, who's the front runner? Do you have numbers here? Well, you know, the funny thing is, again, there's no front runner in the race. It's it's pretty amazing. There are so many pollsters. They're calling every day, which means that the numbers that they're trying to get don't exist. I do not like feet on my face at all. I, I kind of totally. Yeah, I'm out with feet. I'll, I'll take hers. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine with that. <laughs> what a dumbass song. Oh, I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't take this song. Just leave with the sound off. Okay. <laughs> you were saying. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I suggest everybody. Uh, um, this is uh, you won't be cutting this audio and sending it to your constituents. I'll tell you what, <laughs> political radio here in Queens. Yeah, Paul, there's one thing I'd like you to do when you uh, when you assume office. Teach the hobby. Sure, convince you're going to win. I want you to legalize fireworks in New York City. Never happened, Jack. No, not going to happen. <laughs> you can make it happen. Never happened, Jack. Make it happen. Make it happen. What? What are you going to? Are you going to fund my next campaign? Yes. <laughs> yeah, All right. Money, yeah. Fireworks sales. It's going to fund your next campaign. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know what we'll do? We'll make fireworks legal one day a year. Okay. That'll work. How's is, that? Is we'll that make like- it legal one day a year, and even better, we'll do fireworks training. Can we make but you got to do it while you're doing keg stands. Can we make better. it on my? Can we it's make it on my birthday? No, it's gonna be on my birthday. If you can't you're miss, out. if you uh. can't misuse fireworks, what's the point? <laughs> it, it, well, that's the point. I mean, are you gonna train us how to like shoot Roman candles at each other? That's right. Now you're really gonna have a hit piece with the. There's gonna be fireworks and fire all around your face. <laughs> exactly. Do we want our? Do we want our McMansions burning down? <laughs> that's, that's right. Graziano, fire starter. <laughs>
Can you it'll, guys, it'll we, burn all, we all know you're in the pockets the, of big ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do not? Hey, take it easy, all right? Uh, uh, I've right. I, I got I, the, I, the little leprechaun <laughs> sitting on my shoulder going, that's it, Ralph. After I, them. after I yelled at Paul. Burn them all. After I yelled at Paul Valone, I did notice one of your lawn signs was, was like the Italian colors. Very slick. Oh, thank friends. you. Very, thank you. That was, yes. That you're was taking a, advantage uh, of your name. Smart move. <laughs> Thank you. It was there's um, a big picture you know, of a we, pizza uh, on it, though. <laughs> yeah, you should actually. That's right. Actually, there's a coupon. There should, <laughs> there should be a picture of you wearing. Put up ten lawn signs, get a free pie. Sorry, Dave. Wearing a fake mustache, giving an giving an okay sign. Yeah. No, it's it's actually it's actually the worst coupon ever. It's get ten ten uh, buy ten lawn signs, get a free lawn sign. <laughs> uh, I think you should appear in public wearing a wife beater. <laughs> what is this die yeah, ant words or something? That would be Fire truly unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so go, watch this uh, debate on New York One if you have Time Warner Cable on Monday at uh, 7, you said? 7 and 10, I think. 7 and 10. And this is the major, major I, issue trying to log in to watch New York One on the computer. Uh, I, I know. They, they, you know, and I don't have Time Warner either, but a lot of people do. And, and the one thing I'll say is uh, the reason I brought that arrow the Errol Lewis thing up is he, he, he's going to bring it up and he's going to bring it up to Paul right. Vallone. He's taking and time out of his busy day slapping his wife around to moderate this debate? <laughs> no, no, different guy. Different oh, guy. sorry, sorry. Sorry, Errol Lewis. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay, that guy. This guy's a I'm very talking nice about Dominic. Guy. What's his name? Yeah. Oh, Whatever. by the way, I'd like to take umbrage with the New York Times for when I searched the New York Times uh, for Graziano, the only thing I came up with is uh, with you purchasing the Bruce house. There's no mention of the shitstorm that is happening in 19. It's right kind of local. You're in the Daily News the other day. I assume you saw that. And... Yeah, I was in the Daily News. That was that was the day. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I realize now that like you're so into it, uh, like uh, I'm cutting out the thing out of the newspaper. I go, what am I? What am I doing? He's seen this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, what are you, 80? Yeah. John, John's a proud parent. <laughs> you're gonna mail me clippings and be like, uh, Paul, dude, you I, forgot I, to pick up your newspaper money, and here's the clipping. Late Paul night. Graziano, enemy of the aged. Late at night when I'm drunk. <laughs> I go, I think every article's interesting in the newspaper. I'm like, this is so, I'm going to cut this out. And I cut out articles. I and I wake up, I'm gonna, I'll talk about this on the radio. And I wake up in the morning, I'm like, what is this garbage on my table? And I, what is this? And I throw it all out. Paul, you should put this in your scrapbook. That's right, exactly. All right. Well, anything exactly. else, uh, well, Paul? Do you have anything, yeah. to, anything to say? Sorry, what? Anything else you want to say before we uh, before you, before you dump me? Well, no, um, when's that? The, the debate is on or the, the New York yeah, parents? That's Monday yeah, at seven the, and ten. The, okay. the, if you if you get some lawn signs, you'll get a discount on the debate. <laughs> That's um, not true. No, the debate's on Monday. It's the last debate. Uh, we got you know ten days until the primary. Primary day is the tenth. It is it is really insane. Will I, Paul Vallone show up for the New York one debate? Will he show up to this debate? You know, I think he will. Um, he, sh- you know, he showed up to the debate on Tuesday. We had a big de- uh, Again, the funniest thing was after we had the press conference, there was a literally a spontaneous protest outside Which of our last debate on unheard Tuesday. Of. Unheard of. Thirty people showed up. Debate. It, was- it never happens. Sorry, what? It never happens. Somebody protesting a debate. People actually they're just pissed off that they're- it never it never happens that the <laughs> other four candidates happened, protest Jack. against another candidate. Right. I mean, I, it, this is a very strange political. As I said, anytime Graziano gets involved in something, something goes completely sideways. Can we get all four of you to be the councilman, and you could split it and all work in an office together and work together? <laughs> would you? Would you accept Alderman? <laughs> yeah. no, that's right, Chairman, perhaps. St. Right. Chicago's. 
What if we play? It's, if we, it's, 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 yeah, it's very strange. The whole thing's very, very odd. And you know what? One way or another, it's over next Tuesday. Obviously, I'm prepared to win. I'm hoping to win. I will win. Um, without sounding too silly. Right. But, uh, but it's, the good news is things are looking pretty good. Um, we actually canvassed your neighborhood yesterday, John. Did you? Yeah. Very good. And, you know, that's like a Chrissy stronghold. Sure is, yeah. Yeah, and we got, we got as many people on board as were against us, and that's great in that neighborhood. That's big, yeah. Good. It's really big. And, and the neighborhood, like Broadway Flushing, I'll just tell you these numbers, 1,000 Democrats... All right, thousand Democrats. We talked to five hundred and twenty-five of them. Four hundred of them signed up. Wow, that's amazing. That's it's amazing, and that's the area with all the freaking Valone signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I won't tell you any more of our secrets because you know okay, this is a yeah. secret ground game. But that's just an example <laughs> of what's going on. It's been really, really positive. We just got to turn these people out. That's we it. turn them out. <laughs> we'll take this place will you, over. Will, what you, is, will, will you will you stop saying turn people and then turn them out and everything? Because this is starting to sound suspiciously like a gay bar. Yeah, no. Paul just wants to turn the party out. That's all right, and he will do that on September tenth. What's yeah. your uh, What's your backup plan if you don't win? Are you considering a military coup? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, as I always say, when my reign of terror begins, yeah, uh, it, it perhaps will begin with you know some sort of uh, firearms. Well, you know, but then you know the problem with that is. Although I'll have a lot of fun, I think the rest of my life would kind of suck. Yeah. Well, I mean, you go to exile somewhere else, like Miami or whatever. Like Alba? Yeah. I mean, Generalissimo yeah. Graziano sounds pretty good, too. <laughs> I, I have to say. Actually, it, well, it does work with those sort of autocratic uh, impulses, yes. Stay strong. <laughs> Stay forte, papa. All right, Paul. So, thank you very anyway, much thanks, for guys. And, uh, you know, you, like you I given, said. Have you given any thought to your victory song? Really? Yeah. Uh, so we don't do that here in Queens. Well, you know, I, I was I was thinking of something, <laughs> but I got nothing on me. I, I got nothing. I, you know, the, here's the problem, guys, and, I'll, and then I'll leave you alone. The problem is, as soon as this thing is over, then I got the damn wedding. Does this be the victory song? Who recorded that? I know, right? <laughs> we were going for a turn this mother up at MC Hammer. Well, how about this? If I win on on primary night, I hope you guys are going to be around so that we can have some you know, beers and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll let yeah. you guys choose the music for once. Are you going to drop balloons from the ceiling? Can we I do will that? not drop balloons Come on. If anything, I will put glass on the floor for us to walk on. Can okay. we release a single white dove? <laughs> 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 will this be your victory song? Yeah. I was thinking perhaps no presents for Christmas by King Donald. Well, you should you should dress up in a boxing outfit and, and, and come out to this. That's what I think. Because Paul's a man of action. He is not a, a passive person. He will get things done. Things will change around here, goddammit. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. All right, guys. All right, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Thanks, man. See ya. See ya. There's Paul Graziano, city council candidate. Go vote for him on September 10th if you live in the uh, Flushing, Bayside, Whitestone, College Point. College Point, Douglas Tron area. I'm proud to call him our supreme leader, our future supreme leader. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to nuke us all. Uh, we didn't ask him about his thoughts on Syria. Yeah, I think that it's more of a global thing. It's yeah. not a problem. Yeah, he's, he's, I he's, think he's, he's more how will District 19 react? <laughs> he's like, I just want to get rid of the leaflets. And <laughs> <laughs> all right, we uh, we got to get rid of the tennis pattern. 
Oh, these motherfuckers. You don't even know. You hear you hear that? Hey, you guys hear the planes going over today? You hear that noise? Yeah, Wait. I know. No, 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 no. I want you to listen to this noise. Okay. and That is the sound of no planes going over my house, which is usually one a minute because of the fucking tennis. Now, they do this thing called a tennis pattern where the planes now climb higher. And... The, the FAA claims that it has nothing to do with tennis. It's called the tennis. It's called the tennis pattern. pattern. The tennis pattern. Tennis four. Motherfuckers. So basically, <laughs> it's not good enough for you, but it's good enough for Serena and Venus Williams. Uh, yeah, well, they don't want to be distracted by the airplanes. And Mayor. But it's okay. one, of, one of the... I was watching doubles today because it was on the TV. Um, one of them is... Or is it yesterday? One of them is uh, is really skinny, and the other one's still like a, like a beast. Like a, you know, <laughs> And... Uh, I was just thinking, like poor choice. that dude's good at tennis. <laughs> dude is. Good. I, I think I, I think I'd I think I'd fuck that dude once. Uh, you know, I've thought about this. It's I'm like, afraid it's, my wife listens to the show. You know, I'm a. Big, I admitted to shitting my pants and getting molested. I'm. But a, I don't think I could admit to that. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big dude. I think. Yeah, I no, think I it would be nice to have someone that could throw she would me crush around. She with yeah. us. Carry in a bed. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, and you know, usually when you get really muscly, you kind of lose the boobs. You know, like that, and that's creepy. Like, you ever watch female bodybuilders? Like, they like don't no. Work. Okay, wait. Well, you masturbate to female bodybuilders? No. <laughs> um, I'm sick of these people. Him and Mr. King is telling me, "Oh wow, I live near the airport." First of all, I don't fucking live near the airport. Second of all, it's noise torture. It's one plane a minute. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! John, if you're gonna behave like Eddie Pepitone, you're not gonna get your point across. We'll be back after this. You're stupid. You're stupid, Mike. You're stupid. Dummy. Guy lives in California, no air conditioning. I'm in the idiot. Little tyranny is tyranny coming at you here on the barrage. Fucking bullshit. I'm going to come over and I'm going to cut down trees in front of your window all day and see how you like it. Oh, and I should have said you shouldn't leave, live near a tree. Redwood. Stupid California. 78 degrees. Back after this on the fan.
That is weird. It says there's 30 seconds left of the song. I don't want to like start talking and all of a sudden it's like... You want me to play a song? Yeah, you, wanna, you have a song, Dave? I got a song. I got a few songs. Oh, there is more. Oh, fuck it, yeah, it's coming back. I knew they would do this to me. Damn you, Tyranny is Tyranny. Good band, though. Fuck. That's just eight seconds of feedback. Go ahead, Dave.
You're all like, uh, you're all, uh, your text coming out of order, dude. Uh-huh. You got to fucking hard reset your phone. Yeah, maybe I do. Because uh, I was talking to Matthew Gerwitz, who's probably listening on the podcast uh, tapes. And his text coming all in out of order too. I mean, I, I had to like you know do a hard reset in your phone, B. Yeah, yeah. Quit uh, Facebook, but then I'll lose everything, right? No, no. You do just... I have to re-download my apps and shit. No, 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 no. It's just it's just a bit of a fucking wake up call. You give it a bit of a toe up the hole. You yeah, let it know. How do I hard toe. reset? Plug it into the computer and press all the no, buttons down. No, 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 no. If you just if you hold, <laughs> what I fire a, fire some hot clam chowder down on that phone yeah, or some that's shit. That's what you do. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, you take it and you fucking throw it across the room and tell it I'm the fucking boss here. You got, what you do you just, say there, bottle nose? Yeah, you just you just you just hold the two buttons available down for approximately ten seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do that. I do that. That's Let's co- do the audience a favor reset. and I'll drink some whiskey. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah, set me up, please. The shot glasses are over uh, to your left. No. Uh, I did put out, because I really, uh, I was busy today and this week and blah, blah, blah. I really didn't have any show prep going on. So I did ask the audience to come up with some uh, things for us to talk about, because I'm an idiot. And uh, some of the suggestions were, uh, talk about Black Sabbath. We talked that to death without uh. Billboard. I'll say that it's not jazzy and we'll call it, we'll call it a day. There's no swing. It don't mean a thing. It ain't got a yeah, swing. swing. All right. And uh, Chris Woody saying, you can always talk about this. It's a huge topic. Thank you, Woody. Good looking out. Uh, Mike Upchurch, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Scott Regan wants us to talk about testicular cancer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dan Dara saying, talk about dancing guy and how he mildly resembled Paul Graziano. Uh, Josh Davis saying, reenact sketch comedy bits on the air from memory. Uh, what else? James Burns, get Mario drunk and let him loose for three hours. I wanted to talk to Mario because he had a colonoscopy yesterday. He still came to the show. The doctor's like, don't drive and don't drink. What does he do? He gets drunk and drives straight to the show. God bless you, Mario. Doctor tells me not to drive, not to drink. It's not the first time I had a camera in my head. I did everything I was supposed to. Perfect. Yeah, I can't do that. Then, in my so it's before. funny. It's his our friend Frank who plays poker. Turned out he had a colonoscopy the same day as Mario yesterday. They both. And Frank's, Frank's like in bed. He's like, it didn't go well. Everything sucks. And Mario's like, I'm going to Tank Saloon. <laughs> the nut. Uh, oh, I did want to talk about Steve V's book for a quick second there. If you go to Game 7 Press, you can order a, a Steve V has written a book. And he's pressing the whole thing himself. Did you get your nice. copy yet? I, no, I, I just ordered it yesterday or the day before. I got mine last week. Did you? I, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Oh, okay. I, I, did, I was uh, going to tell him, I need, you know, I'm so sick of not reading other books. I can't wait for this one to come. <laughs> so I could the, not read it. The packaging itself is very... I, I like it a lot. It's Do-it-yourself like, style? Well, it's, it's cool because it's, it's got a slip sleeve cover, and then there's like uh, like four different uh, little books inside of it. I don't know if there's a Is theme, it like some girls? A theme to that or something. Yes, and there's uh, different pictures of Steve V wearing lipstick. Really? Like Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. And I think he included a dick pic in every one. Maybe it was just mine. It might have just been mine. That was just that was your personal. But mine did get a Polaroid with a dick pic. Did he write you a personal note? It seems uh, like he would do something like yeah, that. It was like it was like uh, Yo, Dave. Thanks, B. Stevie, or whatever right, it was. Right. You know, like, yeah, yeah. You know how he talks. <laughs> uh, I did actually want if he could call in because I really wanted to hear about him punching some dude at uh, yeah. at Walmart. He yeah, gets very punchy. Uh, I guess some guy came up to him and like. What, did he grab his tattoo his or something? Or something. Yeah. Steve, call in. Did that really happen, or was that just a clever status update? So, you know, I, I always laugh when people people are mad that, like, if, all right, you say you have a tattoos or, like, some kind of insane beard, and people want to ask you questions about it, and, and everyone gets upset. 
there's two different reasons why you get a tattoo. One is you want people to pay attention to you, or two is you hate your body. And and I think everyone I don't think it's ever that clear cut. It's like one or the other, or like it, it's it's a little bit of some and a little bit of the other. Okay. And uh, if you get tattoos and th- and and especially in visible places, and say. I don't want any, this to draw attention. You know, like, I understand the, you don't want the invasion of your personal space. You know, I guess I understand that. Like, you know, if you're not a... Uh, right, but... All right, go ahead. But, like, when, when people are like, yeah, I hate it when people question me about my tattoos. And it's like, dude, you have a tattoo. And that's... You're hanging a billboard on yourself. You don't want people to fucking talk to you about it. Don't fucking... Don't advertise. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, it's uh, Stevie. Hi. Hi, are you going to punch me? No, 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 no. Um, no, the situation was this. Uh, I'm in lines at Walgreens. I'm buying smokes, right? And uh, I swipe my debit card, and I'm going to put my wallet in my uh, pocket. And this guy is fully behind me, and he just, like, grabbed my wrist, like, violently and, like, pulled it towards him. So the guy in front of me is, like, you know, he sees the guy come up, and he's like, hey, buddy, like, so immediately I'm thinking, oh, stranger danger. So I, like, turn around and just, like, fucking sock the guy. And, like, he, like, backs up, you know, a bunch of feet and kind of, like, stumbles a bit and goes, like, oh, just trying to get a better look. And I've experienced that, like, numerous times because I have a ton of shitty tattoos that people probably can't believe I got. So they always want to come up and look, but it, like, becomes this really weird subject of, like, people getting extraordinarily touchy with you. And it's just, ugh, I don't know. So you hit him? Yeah, like hit him, like hauled <laughs> off and hit him. You didn't knock I him out? Like, I, I, it was just a reactional thing, you know? I, I just love when Steve V actually uh, posts something like that, and then there's just like a, a cavalcade of cute girls that respond to it. And they're like, oh, Steve, blah, blah. Like, right. That's because <laughs> that's all his friends are like. Uh-huh. Hot chicks who are like 24, and he's like, he posts something like that, whoa, and they're all whoa, like, whoa. oh, let me come over and yeah. and give you a massage and shit. You know that's your life, right? You know that, right? Yeah, let me just come ice your hand. And, yeah. <laughs> so what it's happened? Great. What happened to the guy? Did he? Uh, was he? Did, well, did he, he wasn't. He wasn't even like a. He wasn't an older guy. He wasn't a younger guy. He was like in his in his 30s and just like kind of like this thin guy, and he immediately realized what he had done. Like, it was one of those things where the reactions of the other people around me were all like, dude, you just really, like, like it, it basically just scared the shit out of me just in that sense where it's like, I'm going to put my wallet back in my pocket and suddenly someone's grabbing me and, like, pulling at my arm and I'm going, like, what the fuck? So, Legally, you're I in the right. I turned around and just, whatever. Didn't, didn't, I like uh, to imagine it with, like, a Homer-esque scream before you punched him. <laughs> <up>, like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, just like the, the quivering mouth and the outstretched tongue and then the, uh, you know, lots of doughing and shivering didn't, and then a punch. Uh, didn't yeah, you, didn't that, you get, that pretty much didn't it. Didn't you get uh, completely knocked out uh, when you were vining some guy in a bar? Oh, I, uh, so uh, since all I do is take your vines and make them worse and then take other people's <laughs> vines and make them even worse, I was, uh, I was actually, um, this was uh, back in my, <laughs> back in my drinking days. I knew you were going to say uh, that. Congratulations, um, by the way. How many days? I was a guy and ask him what his favorite crocus tape was outside of his bar in uh, Wilmington. <laughs> Wilmington called uh, Wilmington. the Barbary Coast, right. which is like this biker bar stupidity. And uh, yeah, he kind of took a swing at me and kind of caught me like in, the, in the side of the neck, and I dropped my phone and cracked it in half. And I was like, "Oh, this is great." Uh, that was, listen, yeah, everyone. That was, that was a, <laughs> 
great Every, drunken everyone idea. Everyone knows when you're in a biker bar that the correct uh, modus operandi is to uh, play tequila and do the big shoe dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that pretty makes much because you know I go I go blowing through there like you know off a job so like I'm in a shirt tie like tucked into pants and I'm like oh I'm gonna go hang out with skate punks at a biker bar nothing at all bad could happen to me today yeah and yeah it well, this, didn't is, work this, out is, very this well. is part of the uh you know the alcoholism no no it seems like you're, I didn't hear you. it seems like you're getting in more fights now that you're not drinking but this is all part of like the you know the, the crazy drinking uh, shit well, going no, into the, biker the crazy, bars and challenging people the, with uh with uh, uh sound bites from my show <laughs> Our show. Sorry, yeah, sorry about that. No, I no. It's just uh, yeah. I got into a lot of trouble uh, uh, drinking and starting shit with people. I didn't need shit started with them, and now people start shit with me. So yeah, it's just it's they're just probably fun. drunk. Those fucks. You well, should bring them to a meeting. If you uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that work. If you take the alcohol out of you and uh, you are just talking about our show sober, aren't you just Kasuga? <laughs> Kasuga ain't sober. No, I think uh, I think I, I think Kasuga drinks a case of Seagram's Escapes every day yeah. to start his Kasuga's day. Kasuga's missing uh, mixing Steel Reserve with watermelon uh, for loco. So yeah, it's, yeah, he's another one, probably like that John guy. It's just like I, he has probably just cans and cans of for loco stored somewhere. How many days you got the, now, uh, Steve? How many uh, days sober are you? I stopped. I stopped counting after thirty. July twentieth was nice. like my my last day or whatever. And Congratulations, so far, man! Anything? Are you uh, are you going to meetings? I went to two, and then it's like it, you kind of. The, the thing about those meetings is that they're they're not really beneficial to somebody like me who has no like need for some kind of like a, you know, a spiritual compass. I just kind of uh, you know see my call my, it all bullshit. I guess I can tell. Sorry, go no, ahead. No, I was going to say, I guess I can talk about this now because my, my dad's dead, but he uh, he was in AA for from 85 onwards until he died, and he just used it as a soapbox for him to get up and just fucking talk. Like, he would work out story ideas and shit. And I think that you would probably, I mean, if you just don't, let you turn off, you know, put, a, put your fucking iPod headphones in when other people are talking and then just, like, be like, all right, it's my turn. And you just, like, work, like, 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 like club, like, meatloaf with boobs. Workshop there. a story or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, actually, what's, what's strange is that uh, the the first one that I went to was actually extremely beneficial in like listening to everyone else kind of talk. It's like you know, like I'm 25, and it's kind of like you know, you just kind of hit a period where you're going, all right, got to get like fixed up, and then you're talking to people that are genuinely like everyday struggling and stuff like that, and like lost everything, and I'm going, man. I really like at 25. There's no way to fuck your life up like yeah, but, that you much. Know, you're doing, unless you listen, you're, I'm sure someone said this to you. You're doing yourself a disservice if you're comparing your uh, situation to the other people at AA. But you shouldn't do right. that. You have your no, own. No, you have your own thing going on, and there, you have your own reasons for quitting drinking. And you should. It's it's a, it, you're going down a bad road when you say, "Well, this guy's pissing himself in a gutter." At least I'm not that bad and shit like that. That's not the way. To well, go. no, but I mean, obviously, like I mean, shared experiences are one of those things where it's just like you know, your experience is different than mine, and all these other things. It's just right. So it's not it's not going with the intention of comparing. It's going with that intention of saying like, okay, you know, like this this whole like getting clean thing is just kind of a a good decision to make for some people and like you yeah. kind of you, you, you get faith back in humanity that well, people can kind of like I, you know I, I would just like clarity. To, I would just like to point out that uh, John Hulhan delivered that nugget uh, at, and then promptly did a shot and took a giant swig from a can of Budweiser <laughs> oh great yeah well I, I know what I know the audience I'm speaking to right now so it's okay <laughs> no so uh, so why don't we uh, you know 
I, I would love to take this opportunity to talk a little bit about Game Seven and 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 you know what you're what you're doing, anything you have update wise, you know what's next and all of that. I know? agree with that. Just really quickly, is your writing getting better without the drinking? Because you think it's better when you're drinking, then you go back and look at it sober, and you're like, wow, I suck. Well, you know, there was always that. There's always that Hemingway quote that uh, every undergraduate person that writes anything at all always quotes where they're like write drunk and edit sober no fuck fuck that it's like uh you know writing kind of is like this lubricant that loosens you up and you can kind of you know start to put words down on paper it makes you like a little bit fearless and yeah, it's kind of cool in terms of the process right. but you end up reading it back and it's just like it just becomes after a while like verbal exercising and you lose the the thought and shit like that. And then you just end up saying, and like you end up writing 400 words of which the thought is useful and all the words are just thrown out. So no, it's gotten exponentially better. The novel's finished. It's with my editor right now. So I'm just waiting to see what she says and then see what's going on with that. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) more, more books for you to buy and then not read for people to just have and look at occasionally. But game seven, I'm a huge poetry fan, and I will I will get to your I will get to your book. It's not that I I'm gonna put it somewhere and not read it. I just I uh, you know it, it didn't seem and this is a compliment in in a weird way. I opened the, I, I opened most of my mail while I'm on the Great toilet opener. and uh, and uh, I you like open your mail on the toilet. Yeah, it's the best place to do it. Really, yeah. you take all your mail. <laughs> I take and all, you go I, into the bathroom and sit down and open yeah. it on the toilet. Okay, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and I saw that you, you wipe with the junk mail. <laughs> what if you get anthrax on your dick? You should get your mail slot installed into the bathroom. That would be fucking <laughs> awesome. You're just sitting there, and all of a sudden, like six pieces of mail come totally right through the awesome. wall. But like, there's like, you know, some people have beach reading. I have toilet reading. Like, there's there's a certain, I, I can't if it's too if it's too if I need to pay too much attention to it. I can't do I can't read it properly while I'm pushing out a, a deuce. So so I started to read it. And then I was like, you know what? I, I don't think I can do this while I'm on the toilet. So I was like, I'm going to read this. This is going to be my subway reading. So uh, I'm in the middle of a book right now. And as do you read I'm, while you're eating subway on the toilet? No. Oh. But I but I am, I am uh, uh, you know, a, a little bit uh, weird because I do, every once in a while, I'll see people on the subway reading poetry and I want to punch them in the face. And I, I do appreciate anyone who reads poetry these days. Uh, but when you do it on the subway, it's just like... It's like doing it in a bar. It's, it's, like, it's like you're trying to yeah, show you're, everyone you're reading yeah. poetry. Yeah, yeah, right. I got. Well, it. Even well, if the you're cool not- thing is, is that it, it doesn't. It, it, it's not. It doesn't just scream like, "Hey, look, I'm reading a poetry book." So hopefully, the right. packaging will. Uh, help you not look like a total dink on the subway. Hey. But thanks for not reading my book on the shitter. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I read Brett's, Eugene Ralph's whole poetry book on the shitter, and I put it in the bathroom. <laughs> I think I said that before, and Colette's like, why are you bringing that in the bathroom? That's a work of art. I'm like, I don't know. I have read some amazing books on the ba- on the toilet. I mean, I have to say, like, you know, I've, you know, never, oh, yeah, so, yeah. You, you know, never ending story where he's like in the, in the attic, you know, like <laughs> reading the book and everything. I have, I have felt characters, you know, I, I have, I have definitely had those moments where I'm in like, you know, Halfway through fucking Blood Meridian and being like, oh my god, I really feel for these characters, you know. And it's fine, you know. It's like it, it's it's the circle of life. It's 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 that. Uh, Look in the toilet. I'll show you a no, work of art. No, I, I the, like. I think it's kind of crass, but I've been to many people's houses that they have the basket of reading material. Yeah, I'm against. Which I think he's got a game for us, Walter White. Yeah, I, Walter White. Walter White did have uh, leaves of grass. Leaves of grass, my ass. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, you sit or stand to open an envelope. I think it's gross, but yeah, I have some friends that just have like there. I, I think there's like a section of certain bookstores dedicated to like things to read on the shitter, 
and it's just like the dumbest book Stupid possible. And then I've been to yeah. other friends that I think just want to showcase that they have read like Cormac McCarthy and Dennis Johnson. I'm like, yeah, I couldn't get into these ones. That's you know actually what? funny because train, train Dreams is actually sitting on my toilet right now. <laughs> 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 oh my you know, God, amazing. You know what would be like a totally awesome, like fucking shitty fucking uh, like uh, pseudo fucking piece? Like for Inside Edition or something like that is like if they went to the library and like tested all, it for fecal checked matter. all the books for fecal matter. Oh, yeah, Ch- check the oh. phone, man. And now in the, digi- yeah. now John, in the give digital me breaking age, news. John, give me breaking news. Breaking news. Do you know what's happening in your library? Yeah, uh, the shit all <laughs> <in> my books. <laughs> Duty. Yeah, but you know the thing with yeah. the, the thing with poetry reading it on the on the bowl is you can't read. I mean, like actually. I'm, I'm surprised that Breaking Bad is very revolutionary for this. Roses are red, violets are blue. Violets are blue. Uh, I just took a shit. Well, yeah, How about you? Can, you? You can read a, a Whitman poem because most of them are the perfect length. Don't for spoil a shit. anything you know, for Martron. Like, He's on the trap box. Uh, yeah, so let's not spoil I love Whitman. Leaves of grass. Yeah, don't my don't ass. spoil any Walt Whitman for Montra. <laughs> they should start printing poetry on toilet paper so you can read it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dylan Thomas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, with the, 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 public, the publishing industry pretty much looks at most poetry as sure. toilet Yeah. Toilet paper, unless you're like Billy Corgan, and you, you know what? Actually, guess, uh, or Pete Lanst. Uh, uh, Jules' book of poetry was one of the top-selling books of poetry in the past 25 years. That was because of the cover did you, picture. Did you read it? <laughs> I did not. No. This, I actually did read it. Were there words I had in it? Someone give it to me under the guise of "You will not believe that this got published. You'll just quit writing." And I read it and was just like, "Oh my god! Like I, I don't. I hate this form. I never want to touch it again." It was really earth-shatteringly <laughs> bad. I suggest you check it out. You'd still fuck um, her though. Here's Dave on the toilet reading poetry. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, no. When, when I worked at when I worked at Barnes and Noble, uh, one of the top one of the top selling poetry books that we had, and this is this is going to sound really insensitive, was this kid Matty Stepanek. Has anyone ever heard of him? Mm. He had like he had some degenerative disease and like died. But that doesn't make you a fucking poet. Like What's you know, up there, like, Stepanek. You're like an 11 year old kid that's like, but the world would be better if there was peace. It's struggle, and and it's, and it's like you know, like uh, that's great. You that know, sounds like a book full of fucking. I think peace is good teen, because Miss everyone should USA. be happy and no one should fight, and that's Miss, why I think peace is good. Miss Teen well, USA speeches, but we like. I mean, like people would get people would. You know the the poetry section just would gather dust. There was nothing. I mean, like the only time people would go there is if they needed like Canterbury Tales for school. And that Wait, was I wanna, right. Upchurch, how did how did you get laid? How did you parlay working at Barnes and Noble when Jules' book was number one into getting laid a million times? How does that happen? Yeah, I would like to know that. Do you have the Jewel book? Yes, I do. It's right here in my pants. <laughs> Six copies. Why don't you f- try to find the Jewel book? Well, let's play find the book. I think the poetry section the should probably, just, it was probably like behind like these beads like in sex shops oh. like when you're going into the back for like the really hardcore I shit com- that no one no one else wants I to touch I completely forgot about that Jewel store. 9-11 poem do you remember that? no oh was it Jewel? No, no, it wasn't no, you're Jewel. Thinking of Chloe Sevigny. No, it was Fel- Felicity or some shit. Felicity. Yeah, yeah that's right. Felicity. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's right. See, the, the you pro- heard me, jerky. The, pro- the problem is. Why did I accept that? I don't, I don't know. Because you said it with such authority. authority. Who was it? It was so, and she was like tears. No, no. 
Well, that's the, problem, the problem is that Fall. in Chloe this day and age, we have Chloe no... Sa- no, it was not Chloe Savigny. She did write something it was like out. It was like repurposed Katie Lang lyrics, yeah. except they just changed all like the heartbreak to just Carrie, about they got, they got rid of all the hateful racism, we, <laughs> hateful you, sexism. You have, to, you have to think, I mean, poetry now is people's medium no. for like half-formed thoughts and like, and just, they, is, they don't think that there's a... there's a Lily Sobieski. Yes, yeah. the chicken eyes wide shut with the tits. Her. Oh, she, with the tits. <laughs> yeah. She's jewel-esque. I had crushes on both Right, she kind of looks a little Julie. Well, (laughs) poetry is notoriously subjective, and most people—I think most people have their opinion of it, like informed by having to read like Shakespeare when they're younger, and so they don't realize that there's like contemporary poetry. It's great, but I think like poetry more than anything else, like. Whereas there's a hit or miss ratio with like fiction where you hear somebody say like, oh, I really like this writer. You can suggest them three books and two out of three they'll check out and maybe like. With, with poetry, it's one of those things where everyone still has such a singular vision towards what they want and what resonates with them and what they actually care about that you really miss more often than you hit. And I think that, you know, yeah. I wish more people would read it because I think it's a very fine form of writing, but I can also see why people absolutely hate it and think it, you know, well, it's assumes tough. upon itself or whatever. While you're writing it, you must realize that, like, you know, this could go either way. And that's, that's oh, a, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's a rough spot to write from, but it's not like you're writing a story where you go, okay, this is going good. But you are you're writing this poem, and you're like, uh, you know, I can see like ninety percent of the people are going to read it, and not appreciate it, but I have to soldier on or not read it. I mean, that's and to bring up to what you said earlier, I mean, it really is. Is that going to be the equivalent of someone buying a record and not having a turntable? It's like they're never going to open the book, they're never going to look at it, you know. And and I think that's well, there's a huge portion of that for any kind of writing. You know, people buy books, they put them on their shelf, and they never actually read them. And it's like anything else; they hope to eventually get them. But I think, especially with like poetry, it's like. Most of the people that are buying the book, I know, I know. Like you know, I've gotten a, a few reviews are going to be actually published this week, and I'll put them on the Game Seven Press Facebook and page and stuff. But uh, there's some poetry reviews and local stuff that um, you know reviewed it, gave it really good marks, so I was happy with that. But they're outside like my circle right now. Most of the people that have bought it, I actually know or have met, or right. they're like supporting me. Did you and get my order? Like somebody? Huh? Did you get my order? Yeah, I got your order. I sent it out. Did you get my drew, my, my PayPal note? Tape on your thing. What? Did you get my PayPal note where it tells you like you? Yeah, we're just to fuck you. Yeah, which fuck every you. single a, every communication we've ever had, we're, we've exchanged <laughs> money. I think it's had some sort of insult between me oh, buying wait, like I a record for it? or you Whoa. buying something. I didn't know that. Did, wait, you, yeah. did you have to so, give Did you, you have to get? Records, did you have to get Hulahan's permission to use his uh, his lyrics? Oh, what did I say on there? I don't even know what I said. I did. I did ask Coolahan if I could use it because I used uh, the lyrics to "In the Sea" as the epigraph on the first oh, thing. Oh right, okay. Yeah, because I don't man. know, it just summed up that little passage. So yeah, so you're now and then I, I asked well. you, and you were like, "Yeah." And then I realized that Malcolm Lowry and Dennis Johnson and John Houlihan got quoted together in the same book, and I think now the literary gods are going to like strike me down with lightning Fucking for a. doing that. Nice. I am a published poet. You know who you should get? You should I'm get like Jim Morrison. You should get uh, Jody the Lizard King, Jody Picoult to 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 write something for your next book because people love her. So so let yeah, me so I let mean, me I, let me ask you really quickly: Who yeah. do you to someone who's listening who has no idea about? Poetry. Who who would you recommend to for them to get into? Jumping off point. Yeah. Who would you? Who, okay. Who are uh, your starting points? For me. Oh, sorry. Uh, for me personally, the jumping off point for getting into poetry was finding poets that were close to 
you know, kind of uh, relaying thoughts and sort of like, not like a Bukowski way where it's just stories basically broken down the page. For me, it was, uh, I think Brett Ralph is, I, I hate the fact that I know him because I like right. his poetry so much that it's almost intimidatingly good. Um, he's pals with this guy, uh, David Berman, who did one, who's uh, the singer for the Silver Jews, uh -huh. and uh, his style really grips me. Uh, Josh Bell is another one. He wrote a book called All Planets Strike, and it's a really great, like, reflect like really uh reflective but at the same time like the language that he uses is very intense so uh those were decent enough starting points for me to start writing it also uh the lyrics of john k sampson of the band the weaker events he writes these really elegant you know short poems that have this certain like you know they have a songwriter's rhythm and that kind of thing so that makes it accessible i think i think those guys are very accessible to people that have never read poetry that don't know anything or just assume that everyone writes sonnets and cries about women all the time. So, right. you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, I guess that's, that's, and that's all I have to say. I'm not uh, going to uh, quickly before you leave, uh, people can go to game seven press.com. Is that correct? Or what's the website? People can go to game seven press.com. Uh, this is the first book that we're doing. We are supposed to, Sales have been okay. They're not doing great. I hand make everything myself. Have so you been like, sued by the residents yet? Week. <laughs> what's, what? what's with the Descendants logo? Oh, the, I just, uh, the Descendants have always been a favorite band of mine. Uh, they have a record called Everything Sucks. I needed to ship out some promotional stuff with a logo, and uh, I just decided to take that in their font and do Game 7 Press, because it's kind of a couple things that uh, I was falsely, well, not falsely quoted on, but I was just stupid enough to say it where I said it's kind of like punk rock ethics and poetry. It's the DIY have your own support network, go out to readings and stuff like that, give it to independent stores. Record stores have my books in Raleigh and uh, Chapel Hill and right. Durham and stuff. When, you, so. when, you're, when you're a writer and you're writing these like Facebook blurbs about your Game 7 press and stuff, you've got to be all conscious about grammar and spelling and all that shit. I mean, you have to be like perfectly on, right? Do you just sit there and like edit the thing a million times, or does it just come naturally to you that you, you're, you're smart? Well, I, I have a I have a couple college degrees, but I have a degree in creative writing and uh and English first two. And right, so but like just, some, uh, someone goes onto your poetry website and they see you end a, a sentence with a preposition, they they throw their computer on the floor. See, I oh, yeah, the yeah, I edit it all the time, and like I, I do that when I read other people's stuff. When I see sure. bad grammar and Facebook posts, like I try to keep that shit not as even clear bad, just like if, if, even slightly incorrect. Like you got to really keep an eagle eye out for that kind of shit, don't you? Oh yeah, exactly. So if you if if someone finds one and wouldn't like and just wants to very subtly tell me, I really always appreciate that in every way. But because uh, I'm the only one handling every aspect of this, so yeah, whenever I send out press kits or send out stuff for reviews or write letters or it comes from years and years and thousands and thousands of words of just like you know knowing what works and it just kind of becomes an instinct after you learn well, doesn't it doesn't that fuck you know? up like can't you just can't you just uh, write everything down and then go back and edit it later like if you're in the moment of writing a well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course i mean every everything gets edited a few times you don't edit as you go for the Same most part bands. it's just kind of right. you get everything That's spontaneously out there get all the words down then go back and make sense yeah, of i them. edit as i go because i'm afraid i'll forget to like edit what you know i'm afraid i'll forget i don't know i mean correct me if i'm wrong i i, I think you and worked in, you worked in pr right i mean i think that that is that's a really yeah it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it can, i got, it can I got ruin the job you. because of my 
editing skills. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, soul okay. it's soul sucking. But I mean, to make to have to make sure that everything in a press kit is completely correct, or to, that a press release that's going out on the wire is correct, and no one's going to come back to you well, and say that that's if yeah. they sh- if they sent him to oh, Puerto absolutely. Rico to edit it, he's got to be good. Uh-huh. Yeah, I still, said he I still do freelance stuff for PR and everything, and writing articles and case studies and press releases PR. and stuff that's going to be sent to, you know, thousands of people with one click. Like I've gotten pretty, I've gotten pretty decent enough, to, you know, decent enough at it to read through and be confident by the time it's being sent. Well, congratulations, but, you know, Stevie. Uh, okay. You've come a long way. You, when when I when I first met you on the internet, you were a shithead punk on a message board. And now look at you. Now look at you. Look at you now. Look at you now, yeah. You're the best. Well, I have thanks, two, John. I appreciate that. I have two quick questions for you, Steve, before you leave. Go ahead. Uh, which should I read first? Uh, Ulysses or Finnegan's Wake? Oh, my God. Take Finnegan's Wake and then I, I, just burn it. Just, there's no reason to read Go that book. Go to the book, bathroom and open ever. your mouth. You read Ulysses. Okay. Right. And uh, okay. second, uh, is it Game7GAME7.com or is it spelled out? What? Oh, oh, Game Website. 7. No, it's uh, G-A-M-E 7, like the numeral 7. Okay. P-R-E-S-S dot com. Right. Can, it's okay. You can still call that a number now that you're sober. You don't have to say numeral. We appreciate it, though. Hey, uh, okay. are, are you, uh, congratulations. Are you feeling better now that you're uh, not drinking? You know, I'm always Oh, my God. It's, it's exponentially better. Yeah. Like, in, in just like every, after about two weeks, it's, it's really strange how you I mean, I'm not, like, shitting on drink. Like, I don't give a fuck if people right, do it, and it's right. not like I'm quitting forever. No, but it's no. one of those things where it's just, like, you feel so much better. It's one of those things where you're like, man, if I would have done this a long time ago, there's so much shit, right. I would have been so, I'm in always, better shape for I'm it. always happy for my friends who improve their lives, and I will never, uh, never uh, ever come down on anybody for I quitting do drinking. To, I admire it. I do have to ask Steve, too, because I, I think you're – are you a single guy right now? Yes, I am. Are you finding it hard to, to meet new people without drinking? Because I know that was always a hard um, thing for me. Uh, no, not exactly. Uh, it's still like, like socially and stuff like that. Like I still hang out with my friends at bars and stuff like that. I just don't drink. Oh, do. I still socially meet people all the time, go out to gatherings. Like that's never been a problem. Because it also it's a helps if you're six, choice, if you're six but, foot five and you look like Morrissey and John Hamm, you know, it's a, you know, you know, you're fucking, you're beautiful. John's, uh, <laughs> I think, I think John's you're putting beautiful. the moves on you. I, I didn't know beer goggles were possible over the airwaves, but no, let's face it. You're, you're a handsome man. Oh, well, thanks. Let's but yeah, uh, the first couple times you talk to women at a bar without a drink in you, it is uh, a harrowing experience. But when you're, uh, you know, when you can kind of hold a conversation over anything anyway, you, you do okay. All right. Don't I got worry it. about it. Just try Steve, it. Steve, this is Ryan. Yo. Uh, scale of one to ten, one being the worst, ten being the best. Uh, where do you put Howell? Where do I put Howell by yeah. Ginsburg? Yeah. For oh god, that's like a this is like a crap not crap like a multi pronged explanation. I want to give it, but uh, I would say I give it a five. Okay. In terms of cultural significance and greatness, it's much higher. In terms of actual writing quality and you know longevity, it's got to be lower. Factor. So it doesn't. Tra- it, it, it doesn't. It has no staying power. I mean, it's it's so. No. 
in the moment of I what it was. I understand how important it is. It does nothing and then, for me, though. What I always had a problem yeah. with Ginsburg's writing was that there was a lot that you had to know a lot about Jewish culture that you that you may not necessarily know. And, like, there's there's a lot of back, you know, research that's involved, which isn't always necessarily a bad thing. That's actually my problem no, with, no, Joy, with Joyce, too. It resonates in a time and place, and it resonates within a certain counterculture, and it resonates with a certain, you know, uh, like, civil rights movements and just the time period and all that stuff. But, yeah, but for, like, someone reading it in 2013, they just want to be seen reading Ginsburg. And it's, like, it's kind of like who, how Bukowski stuff is, like, a one-tenth good ratio kind of thing where some stuff makes sense and it's like oh this resonates with everybody and then some people are just like i'm getting really tired of reading this old drunk yeah well you know i do i do enjoy uh it's 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 less the poetry of bukowski it's more of like holy shit this guy has these crazy stories of like banging a midget and, and see i hate that that's my least favorite part of bukowski uh, yeah, that's what i mean I'm, I'm very shallow i like the uh i'm like i like to to know about someone's life you know that they're, they're yeah you they're like, like the notes of the dirty old man and like his Ex- novels and yeah, stuff exactly. i think that they're really interesting because there are a lot of parts like that and there's also some soul to it but it's like it's like the layers of a fucking onion you gotta peel away a lot of them to get to like the core of it that matters but right. his i mean whatever is- entertains you fuck it it's all entertaining yeah, I'm I'm like I'm an adolescent when it comes to that shit. I I, I like the uh, <laughs> when somebody says I like, like the midget fucking story. Yeah, I suck the midget's cock. I'm in. I'm reading the rest of the story. I'm in. All right, ne- next time I ever call in, I'll uh, have a midget fucking story for you. All right, I got a poem for you right I'll, here. I'll, ready? I'll have, I'll have one happen then before the next time I, I call got a poem for you. Roses are red. I like cake. We'll be right back after this break. How about that? Thanks, guys. Is that good? How are you doing? All right, thanks, thanks Steve. Steve. Good job. Congratulations. Love, Thank you. Love that guy. Steve V, go to Game 7 Press and order his book. Very insightful interview there with Steve V. was not expecting that uh, in-depth poetry interview. I had uh, no idea that my uh, radio compadres were so well-versed. I have, uh, I have no Lily, pun I have Lily Sobieski. Let's hear this. Yeah, let's hear that. Yeah, right, after that, that we will that hear picture. great po- uh, poet uh, Bre- Eugene Ralph in song form right after yeah. that because I'm, t- I'm timely. It's called uh, This Day and All the Rest. One day, one, more than another, the other, that day, those people, too many, too personal, but not. People you know, know, but you yourself know not. Crashing down, all frown, hurting, walking, silently screaming, slowly running, often feeling nothing. Seeing the lucky ones fleeing, seeing those trapped inside, cry, cry, it's okay. It's not okay, smile, if it's natural, feel alive. The president speaks, the situation reeks, an act of war. I enter my room, close the door, sit here. Here where buildings do not fall to the floor. We young will experience much more. Future, liberty, the freedom to move about in poetry. My brother, I love you. All friends and family too, safe for now. Glad to know I'm alive with all of you. Feel what is real, feel, later heal. One. One person feeling the same as all the rest. Please let us act and do what is best. What? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Here's Brett. You go ahead, Dave. When you say something, I, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> cry, cry, don't cry, don't tell me what to do. That was her poem about the last episode of The Sopranos. Jesus Christ! You know, people start fucking being in movies and shit and thinking like they have something to say. Just fucking kill yourself. Unless you have kids, then don't do it. Here's I cry easy. I cry easy. <laughs> When I'm sitting in a cinema I cry hard When things don't last 
Yeah. <laughs> what was what was that, Dave? So it's taking like the best from all the sites and yes. like, doing one thing. Yep. Yeah, it's a spider site. <laughs> oh, okay. <coughs> Excuse me. So does it take out all the shit that's like like the bad like professional shit porno? Let's move on with the game. It's got everything you need. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever you're into. This is Ryan's suggestion. We search skills. Mad skills. Uh, anyway, we're back live from the barrage. That was the Bratlow with Matthew's grave. Before that, uh, Deep we heard... is not a skill. The Mighty High with Mighty High. And before that, I Cry Easy by Brett Eugene Ralph in the Kentucky Chrome Review and a poet in his own right, which Stevie <laughs> had mentioned. And this has been a weird show where, where like, uh, uh, you know, people have mentioned other people and I have the music queued up already because I, I'm, I, I I'm fucking psychic. It's Hello. a one, it's a one in five chance. Caller, you're. Uh, let me first uh, introduce Salazar. Is on the air. Hello, Salazar. There's another caller on the air. I don't know who that could be, but uh, holy let, cow! Let's talk to Salazar. It might first. be John Curley. Yeah, Hello? yeah. How you doing? Oh, uh, is this Curley? Yeah. Holy no, shit! No, no, that's Salazar. All right, I got both of you guys on the air right now. You can talk to each other. The magic of technology. <laughs> uh, John wow. Curley, of course, a, a famous man. <laughs> Hello, John. It's nice to speak with you. Uh, it's been a long time. All right. John Curley. Is Hello. Curley still there? Caller. All right, Salazar, you're on the air. I don't know what happened to Curley. Okay, yeah. No, I uh I I don't have I don't have any particularly good stories what of a my surprise. own instance, but I was wondering what what is the most uh twisted thing any of you have seen on the New York City subway system. And uh, props to uh, Steve V for uh, you absolutely. Know, yeah. What's the, what the, is the can I go first? The craziest is that what you said? Uh, can I go first? Yeah, the craziest. Yeah. Okay, this is Ryan. Uh, <laughs> Fifteen years ago, I started in my first few months working at the company I worked at, which was Sound One, which is a uh, sound studio for films. Uh, one morning, I was late for work because the train stopped for a half an hour in between stations. And uh, they said that it was because somebody fell in front of the tracks. And when we pulled into the station and uh, the doors opened up, it opened up right into a pool of blood. I was oh. the first one. To, yeah. It was fucking... It's like the shining on a really train. disturbing. I mean, it was a lot of it, too. Really? We're yeah. on the platform? And it wasn't smooth. Yeah. It was oh, on the platform. Yeah. That's what the, it wasn't that's smooth. The, it was like drag it was, marks? It was, like, kind of? it was chunky. Chunky. Oh, yeah. And. That's obviously where they took the body off the the uh, tracks and put the put oh, it on the platform. No, I don't want to see chunks, man. I'm going home. Why? You went to work? I went um, to work, and they and they didn't believe me when I told them that I still got in trouble <laughs> for being late. Oh no, I'm turning right around. and I'm going home. I Fuck saw, that noise. I saw a dude get shot. No. Yeah. You saw someone get shot with a gun on the subway? Yeah. What? On the platform. It wasn't on the train. Like. But what? That, but that's actually the least disturbing thing. The most disturbing. Wait thing a second! Was, I was with the girl. You're not allowed to do that. I was with the girl because you know you knew and, him when that happened. And and a guy directly across from us started eyeballing her, right, and really creeping her out, right, and and she was from the island, you know, and like it was really freaking. And he, he literally fucking took out his unit and started flagellating himself. And I just fucking got up. <laughs> She's like, "Where are you going?" I was like, "Ah, I got some shit to do." And I walked between the cars and lit a cigarette just because I wanted to see how she'd handle it. <laughs> How'd she handle Did she handle it with skills? Handle this. Not too well. Not too who, well. Wait, who, what about... Blurred lines! <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about the guy getting shot. What the hell is that? 
was like 15 year old kids dude I was fucking oh no yeah I was really really disturbed it fucked me right up I had to call my girlfriend Greg did you yeah I did yeah I was like yeah I'm really really fucking freaking out did you see the guy like go down after he got shot yeah and what'd you do? You just ran? I just got the fuck out of there. Holy I was like, fuck. I, I was, was like just literally like standing there like, you know, fucking I was with goofy 20 strap feet hanger. I was shooting once too. Mm-hmm. It was the night of my birthday and uh, my friend uh, Chris, which you guys know, and I were going into the city to meet other people. It's like always your and birthday. And we were on, my birthday has a lot of weird <laughs> fucking, uh, my, the blackout in New York happened on my birthday a few years ago. But anyway, this particular night, we were going into the city to go hang out with some people and we were on. In, a cruise disaster. We were, we, were on, we were in Flushing, about to turn onto the bridge right next to Shea Stadium, and we were going to get on the highway and go there. It's a very Korean neighborhood, and two Korean gangs were in the pool hall about 20 feet behind us, and a big fight spilled into the street, and then all of a sudden they start shooting at each other, and we fucking hightailed it out of there. Mm-hmm. And in the, the paper the next day, we found out that two people got killed in that gunfight. <laughs> And we were right there. I mean, it could we could, any one of those bullets could have came right through the window. Oh, mm-hmm. man. We could have been playing the Steve game or something. <laughs> All the fucking Chicago my friend people Phil. are like, that's not nothing. Yeah, I know. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't have any so crazy. If I was on the subway and something crazy happened, it was probably me. <laughs> you, had, you met Harold Ramis on the uh, subway. I met a lot of people on the subway, <laughs> a lot of famous people. I don't know why. And, and no one will this ever is, believe me. I saw John, Howard Stern on the subway two weeks ago. They will not believe me. This is John on the subway. It was, it was Ralph. No, I saw Ralph the week before. Howard Stern was on the subway. There's no one else on the subway. He went to get up at 66 Street. Everywhere. I know. You don't understand. And then I w- waited and saw him come around and get in the limo. I know what's going on. I know what I saw. Raise I'm going to be a man of the people, Robin. Raise your hand if you've uh, spoken with Howard Stern before in person. Never. <laughs> Fuck Never. That's two of us. Me and John. Are and I think hairdo had spoken to him, too. It's, it's possible. Um, I, I don't have anything really crazy. I mean, I have like I've seen like homeless people fight each other. Um, yeah. The best story that I ever heard was actually from from Jess. My my fiance was telling me a story about she got off the train and came home and she was telling me about there was a homeless man on the subway and uh, he was wearing like kind of like loafers and uh, he uh, took off his loafers and spilled out. When he took off the loafers, a pile of toenail clippings that she said was there was probably thousands of them. Wow, and makes sense. So what's wrong with that? He was collecting his toenails in, so? uh, in his shoes. <laughs> that's a mo- don't be moment, so judgmental. That's the moment he decided to let them go. At least he didn't have them in his pocket. He kept them by his feet. Uh, I'm always I'm always the the person that the homeless person who's ranting always seems to accost, or the person who like. Is yelling about Jesus chooses to, to to speak to so like that's I mean I get that shit all the time but nothing yeah. like nothing super crazy right no I mean I take the subway every single day I go to work it's been urine and duty yeah, yeah, yeah dumb shit like people that but, but like I love that like you know like I saw, oh, really I saw a guy taking a shit oh who hasn't seen that I've seen you know, people like, shoot up I saw a nasty ghetto couple fucking like you yeah. know like it's like it happens right mm, that's not even that crazy that's what's funny about the subway system we're <laughs> just like meh I mean there seriously could be a dude like in like dressed like Gene Simmons with a dick going through his head like Steve Martin's arrow and and no one would look there's, I think there's a Tumblr devoted to that to like just oh, fucking really? crazy people on the subway that no one even yeah. looks at twice cuz you Tumble don't know this you you 
and that's the thing is people think that New Yorkers don't care. We notice everything. Everything is we you know, see all. You well, see you it. have to be hyper aware. You just don't want to make eye contact with it because then it'll try and talk to you. Yeah, it'll be an involvement. <laughs> now all of a sudden you're involved in the thing, so you just right. fucking move on. Like, We've been through it. We know mm. what to do. Yeah, yeah well, that's the, it. The first time I, uh, someone on the chat box was bringing this back up. Now I remember I talking to Howard Stern. I told us something already. I asked him to take a picture with me. He said no. He had an emergency with his family. Yeah. <laughs> But didn't he have a, he didn't he have a right sling full face. of wine? He had like a backpack and he had his hair in a ponytail and he was walking towards Central Park from his apartment because I work right by where he lives. And I started following like a creep. And I'm like, hey, Howard, can I get a picture? The show's great or some crap like that. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I got an emergency with my family. He started walking fast. I'm like, what a dick. You should it's be like, this greatest. is how John Lennon died. <laughs> the greatest quote of and all Fudd time. The next day is like, hey, cuz, he was on the air this morning talking about how, why do people want to take pictures with him? <laughs> there was the greatest, the greatest, greatest quote of all time was uh, uh, our drummer, uh, Dan Dara. Uh, was talking about uh, like like and he sa- he just said this like totally he's like he's like yeah he's like I saw Br- uh, Jeff Bridges today in Midtown and we're like yeah he's like yeah I followed him for like three blocks what a weirdo <laughs> I tell you it's really it's really weird I've met like every single person on that radio show I don't know why. Just walking around the city. I met Richard Christie at the ball game. Met Artie at the Rangers game. Met Stern like twice. And uh, I met Baba Booey backstage at the Nirvana concert. Wow. Which is nuts. And uh, there was like nobody back there. I'm sure I told the story before. It was like Kurt Cobain, Courtney Love, some chick from Babes in Toysland, me and Tommy Rockstar, who was like... I appreciate that you're a fan of the show. That's all great. sweaty from being... Uh, so you're a fan of the show. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And, and Tommy Rockstar was like, uh, let me light your cigarette, Kurt Cobain. It was so embarrassing. And there's Baba Booey. And meanwhile, Kirk Cobain is all <laughs> fucking spiked up. Who knows? He died pretty soon after that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was a. I didn't talk to him. You should have given him your your pep talk. Maybe yeah, he never I, I don't want to be that guy. Like you walk by and like you go shake. I don't have any balls like that. I don't have. And I I have something. It's called you know shame. <laughs> There was a. They do this. You know, I don't. I'm not that. I don't want to be that guy. And it sucks because now on the radio show, whenever I see somebody famous, I'm like, I have to get a station ID, and I can't fucking do it. I. I it takes. All, and I'm shaking. I can't. Fight. Why am I shaking? Why? Because this guy's on TV. Who gives a fuck? Why don't I just walk up so to him and be dude, like, two legs. say live from the barrage? Or, you know, what the fuck? I'm a. I'm a mental case. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? <laughs> yeah, let's play the Ryan game. Yeah, right. fuck it. Right. Bye, Salazar. Hello, Mario. Mario's here. We got four well, people. Well, well. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I've been gone for a long time. Uh, Dave, you, did you miss me? Are we on the phone? Yeah, you're on the air, sir. Don't slow down the show. Did you miss We're me, going, Dave? No breaks. How about you? Well, listen, quickly, you colonoscopy. Stuck something up your ass, and then we'll go on with the Ryan game. What happened? I stuck a camera in my ass, and they called it macaroni. You know what? Well, Frank, that's the problem. You're going to the wrong Frank, doctor he, if he's calling it macaroni. That's Frank a camera. Had a colonoscopy he had three the days, days to me. work I can't on believe that. it. And the guy's out cold. I was driving heavy machinery. I was rocking out with Pat and Pat and you last night. You guys were great, by the way. Were you the dancing Thank guy? Um, uh, what happened? With, uh, I, I came to see Risk Reward. Next thing I know, I'm listening to some drugged out band called the uh, the Mighty Diamonds. <laughs> yeah, that's them. The Mighty Diamonds. <laughs> My, Mighty High. It's really funny. Thanks, guy. Dean. It was finally nice to see you again. And thanks, uh, Tommy Rockstar, for the shirt. What do you think? It looks nice, huh? You like my shirt? Yeah, we can't see it on the radio, but uh, what does it say? It's a, like a Paps Blue Ribbon parody it's shirt. Honor Among Steves, the the band that I uh, booked for Christian's Restaurant a few weeks ago. Tommy did the shirts, and thanks. I always oh, like it with somebody. Oh, they're playing at the restaurant? 
They play at the restaurant. That's what Kazoo made famous. The Kazoo had, in the restaurant famous I had, restaurant. I had no idea you were such a swinging dick promoter. That's great. Uh, whatever that means, they're gonna, I... They're going to play at the restaurant. Yeah, well, we got a nice restaurant there in Times Square. It's Frank Wood, watch out. Anyway, welcome back. And Ryan, it was good. I haven't seen you since your 40th, and you ran away from me before I got to sodomize you. Uh, the last laugh is on me. You're telling I, lies about me, I too. got sodomized myself yesterday. Uh, you know what? It's good. If I could get knocked out before somebody sodomizes me, I'll do it more often. <laughs> okay. Let's move on with the game. I got no title for Mario. I was hoping you'd show up, but we had a lot of things to talk about. But it's time for the Ryan game. I love playing the Ryan game. Are we doing team team? Uh, should I hang up on Ben Beth? Yeah, hang up on him. Uh, he's calling you right now. Uh, it's uh, or is it Curly? He's the fifth wheel. Is it Curly? I don't know. Uh, call you on the. Air. I think it's Curly. Hold on, let me see. I oh. asked him to call back. All right. I guess I didn't know. I guess I subliminally learned there was an excellent parody song. Sorry, I thought I thought of it. Oh, it is Ben Bass. Ben, unfortunately, we're playing a team game this week, and I know you've been waiting. I mean, we I don't know how this is going to work. You can stay on the air. I don't mind. So, actually, you can uh, if... if uh, how about Ben and, and me and Dave and Ben are a team because Dave hates Fuck. Ben. How Fuck about... No, I, I'm <laughs> thinking we can make intelligence. Ben... I can't be with Pat. I'm thinking we can make Ben like a lifeline. Like, you ask Ben. You get Pat's one chance to ask guy, Ben. You know, he's got a, he got a million on his SATs. Brilliant. Here's the th- if you ask, he knows words like you get one chance to ask Ben what the right answer is. Skewed to white people. All right, Ben, you're a lifeline. You got it. <laughs> if you want, sure. Sorry, man. Right. That's the way. This that's motherfucker's the gonna yell out the answer anyway. No, oh, no, he's come not. On. I don't no, have Tourette's. Come give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait. Anybody want to hear any of Ben Bass's comedy? Yes. Really? Oh my yeah, god! For crying out loud. <laughs> let's, let's hear some. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have you know he just did yeah. air quotes. Eat a fucking comedy. bag of dicks for all I care. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Blow me, man. Shapiro? Yeah, that's the women of the PRF Oh, Oh, wait, what happened? He hung up? Yeah, okay, blow me, man Eat a fucking bag of dicks for all I care (laughs) That sounds like an outtake from, like, fucking Dazed and Confused There's a a follow-up to uh, Getting Hot on Paul O'Neill's cock, which is, uh, this They got off of Paul O'Neill's cock and totally got onto Jeter's cock Wow (laughs) Fair enough Who's that? Wow. <laughs> Do I sound like that? No, this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened. I can't find Ben Bass comedy. Who cares? It's six minutes long. Go All YouTube, right. but it's terrible. Let's move on to the game. <laughs> if Hello. it wasn't for Pat, I'd never be here. Hello? My favorite part... Ben, was, is that you? My favorite part was when he workshopped his material uh, <laughs> in front of you. He's like, I thought of this on the way over. <laughs> He's and like Jerry Seinfeld working the small clubs. Yeah, you gotta can... work it out before you take it. To whoa, whoa, we have callers. Yeah, I think we have another caller. Hold on, Ben. Uh, call uh, other caller. You're on the air. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can. This is Rob from Wax Eater. Hey, Rob. Oh, wow. Hey, Rob what's up, Rob? Hello. Hey. Uh, I'm calling you from between rounds of the Magic the Gathering tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, Oh, yeah, I'm serious. I have a Magic the Gathering hand tattoo. Do not let anybody tell you different. Well, listen, you should uh, start playing poker because a lot of guys who are really good at Magic the Gathering are, like, super successful at, at tournament uh, poker making a living. I'm not kidding. I'm not yeah. making a joke. No, no, and vice versa. I know those guys from big tournaments. Uh, Go if, I, if I show up with Pokemon cards, will you let me play? <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I'll let you do whatever you want. Uh, Wizard takes points. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Sorry. 
Okay, I just called real quick. I know it's. Uh, I'm probably interrupting Ryan's game or something. Don't but, worry about uh, it. It's okay. I, You're more I entertaining than Ben Bass already. Pat, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure Dave Harrison's called Ben Bass an asshole 45 times by now. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah, I don't know why. I really don't get well, it. But. Yeah, I don't get his hatred. It's. it's I, don't oh, know. He hates I just wanted so to call and let you guys know that uh, it took exactly four weeks of public high school teaching this year. I'm like Indiana's Mario. Uh, <laughs> Only four in, weeks? In that, in that I'm a disgusting human being that people trust with their children. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it took me four weeks, and it was a struggle. But yesterday, I finally told a fucking kid to take it east. Oh! <laughs> Why do you do not? What are you doing? Why are you teaching? It's still summer. Yeah. Uh, no, it is not. We are on like a modified year round. Yeah. I went back July thirtieth. South Carolina. Oh wow. my God. Yeah. That's do you crazy. have a union or anything down there? Or what's going on? I am in a union. Uh, they pay me all right. Is Mario there? That's yeah, me. That's, uh, that's me. Mario. Yeah. It's he just me. walked in. He's talking to you right oh, now. I, teacher to teacher. Good, Say good, something good in Italian, me. Mario. No, we we get we get two week breaks every nine weeks. So uh, you know we get. I'll be on tour for 11 days with Wax Eater in October because I have a two-week-long break in the middle of fall. Stay so, for it. Yeah. So Stay for it. Stay for it. Well, that's yeah. good. Keep, keep it going. How long have you been teaching? I'm go- uh, this is my seventh year. Seven. Wow. You know, that's, I had no idea. That's you were the burnout phase. If you make it past the seven years mark, it usually means you're going to make it. For, are you going to yeah. continue? Well, I mean, I'm obviously very talented and very good at what I do. So you know, yeah. Uh, they make you wear sleeves was, at this job. I have a kid who keeps drawing Wu Tang Clan stuff on his papers. That kid's cool, and that is the kid that I told to take it east because he kept giving me garbage because he saw my Wu Tang tattoo, and he kept being like, "Hey, hey, Mr. Woodworth," and he would raise his hand, and I'd be like, "What?" And he'd be like. Hey, Wu-Tang. <laughs> Wait, you have a Wu-Tang Clan tattoo? I don't not have a Wu-Tang Clan tattoo, Sean. Oh, you don't not have one. That's a double I'm negative. Yeah. This is teacher I'm, speak I'm for a... Yeah, I don't want to give... A, that's awesome. That's fucking awesome. I, I, hey, I, I, the way... Wha- have sex on stage. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> were Germans there watching and going... Oh. What were they saying? Tree sent me a nice sound, but I forgot to download it. <laughs> Of the Germans uh, yelling. Yeah, yeah, that is good. That is good. Mario tapes tonight or what? Mario tapes? What do you mean? I haven't been listening to the, the tape of him banging that broad on the, on the, on the stage. We oh. have a problem. There is no tape player here anymore. Well, I will get oh, it. I miss you here, dude. I'm going to mail you a tape player. I'm going to get it for next week. I'll get it for next week. All I right. promise. Thank God. Uh, sweet. Uh, well, that's all I got. i got to go back to drinking now. Hey, Rob. Right, good luck. <laughs> Rob, I just want to say the new album is fucking awesome, man. I'm really digging it. Big Thank time. you very much, John. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys for premiering some tracks. Yeah, you know, when... I'm gonna, you know, you guys don't mind that. I, I kind of overplayed it, maybe. <laughs> like I played oh a, a couple songs a week ago. I played one tonight, the and good, uh, the good news is nobody listens to your opinion. So, like, if everyone's like, ah, right. I just played it out, we're good to go. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, man. Perfect. And, and the uh, the right. uh, Elliot on Elliot on Sports uh, Radio was hilarious. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, you should play a clip of that, by the way. And uh, this one's for Steve V. We finally threw that fucking cowbell away. He'll know what we're talking about. All right, take it easy. Gabish! Teaching the youth of America. That's Rob from Wax Eater. He never wears sleeves except at school, I assume. Ben Bass, take a lesson from that caller. And by the way, uh, yes, excellent. (laughs) In and out. Very good, Rob. And uh, by the way, Ryan, I watched the... uh, I don't know if the game has anything to do with Jeopardy tonight. Probably not. I watched the... uh, the um, Junior Jeopardy tonight, I guess Teen Jeopardy. This is the like worst. Kids, Did you win? Kids tournament. Did I win? 
I got every question fucking right. Yeah. I'm sitting there collecting next to me. I'm answering it before he even gets the first word. I'm like, this is ridiculously easy. So there's this kid in the middle, and he's slamming the fucking buzzer like this every time he can't get it in. And there's this black kid on the end. He's got a huge With afro. The big afro kid. Yeah, I, I know and, you. Yeah. And he's sitting there, and he's got it in the corner like his armpit, and he's just clicking it casually, and he's, he's nailing it every time. This yeah. kid in the middle like just figured out how to whack off. And he's fucking, he's, he's, what do you call it? Fapping? He's fapping the, fapping. he's fapping the buzzer like crazy and he can't get in. It was great. Fap this. Yeah. Uh, the black kid's like, whatever, fucking nerdo. I'm, I'm going to win Jeopardy. How about that? Every question is ridiculous. They show you geography questions. They show you a map of like Billings, Montana. And they're like, what state is it? And people are like, fucking Montana's dummy. Stupid. All right, go ahead, Ryan. Ryan. Right. I got no title for the game tonight. We're just going to do team team multiple choice. Team multiple choice. So the teams are this. It's Dave and Pat in the middle infield, and on the corners is yes. Mario and John. Captain yes. and team. You will you know, get. You know what that means? I'm finally already won. Give Pat a victory. There are no buzzers oh, tonight. There are no buzzers. That's so funny. It's Mario and I. I'm ready, Captain. My captain. You can discuss. You can discuss uh, the answers as much as you want until have, you give a final answer. Oh, no, time Dave, limit or anything? No chatting. time limit. Yeah, but you and know. Ben Bass is a lifeline to either team. If he's still on the, if he's still with us, I don't know. I, I heard somebody hang up. Ben, are you still? There? I heard he died. Ben? Rest, rest in peace, Ben. Whatever. <laughs> you insulted him, Dave. You'll always be known for your stand-up. Is too. I want Curly as our that Ryan. All right, so corners. What's the what's the name of your team? Captain Tintin. Captain and Tintin. Captain and Tintin. That's right. And in the middle, what's the name of your team? Skills. <laughs> team skills. They got mad skills. <laughs> team skills and uh, tube galore. Hey, you guys. You. you guys have mad skills. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I want to announce that I have a look new, it up next time you're on. I have a side. new Dave best around. Uh, he's a little under the weather on this one, but I like it. I like when you try to sing like a real singer. It doesn't come out right, but when you sing punk rock, it sounds like awesome. That doesn't Dave, sound like he's, he's singing. I have, he's I, trying I to get into your head. All real. you guys are Dave, really talented. Dave, he's trying to get into your head and ah. fuck up our I'm, fucking team. I'm really that's what he's it. up to. That's right. Ryan, uh, why don't you join a band so I can come see your band? I, I, these guys are really talented. Ryan was in a band. He played keyboards in a band called Twist of Lemon. Yes. He was known as Red Hot Ryan Collison. Oh. Wait, what was that, Pat? Red Hot Ryan Collison. That's the first time it ever came up on the air, I think. We are running a radio show like nobody's <laughs> business. I suggest you uh, turn off every uh, all your other devices and listen to this show because it's fucking... Uh, it started out a little slow, but we're awesome. Go ahead, Ryan. All right. Here's the Ryan Captain game. Tintin. Choose your category. 80s music trivia or Easter trivia? Which category do you want? What do you say, Captain? You pick. You got an Italian on your team. Uh, you know that. 80s These, music, please. shit a lot about Easter. <laughs> I do know a lot about East. Pasqua. We call it Pasqua. They kill a rabbit and eat some raviolis, right? I ate my own pet rabbit in East. You have a pet rabbit and you want to eat it. No, don't I you? don't want to eat this one. The one I had when I was a kid, we ate. That's right. Let's move on with the <laughs> Okay, let's go. Let's move what on. What did we with pick, Captain? Uh, we have 80s, 80s music. music trivia. Come on, Mary. You were, you were a radio DJ. You should know these questions. You will get five questions with multiple choice. Here's the first one Which hit song featured the following lyric? The love, the love you share seems to go nowhere, and I've lost my light. Is it A, teardrops, B, tainted love, C, 
love action. I believe in love. Or D, Superwoman. All right, Mario, I got this one, I think. I think it's the number two one. You yes, go B, number two? B. We're Tainted going with love. B. We're going with B. Tainted that is, Love. That is correct. Yeah, Mario is a different kind of tainted love. Number two. I wasn't really trying to sing. I know, I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my band cover that song just so. So let him psych you out, you bollocks. All right, all right, all right. Is this a question for Dave and Pat? No, it's for you guys. You get five questions. Wow, that's a lot. Wow. Which 80s Clash song, when re-released in 1991, went straight to number one in the UK? London Calling, Straight to Hell, Rock the Casbah, or D, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Released in, re-released when? 1991. All right, I'm going Rock the Casbah, Mario. I don't know how you feel, but why would they re-release something that wasn't a hit and it went straight to number one? What were the other choices? Oh, is this Train in Vain on there? The four choices are this. <laughs> Stand this game again. A London calling. Mara's B fucking straight pan. to hell. B straight to hell. C rock the Casbah. Or D should I stay or should I go? Oh wait a second. It's between C and D then, Mario. I don't know. What about what about London should calling? I, it's got to be should I stay or should I go? They re-released a video for that. I remember watching on MTV. Okay, Mario, I'll, let's I'll go, go with, with D. That. Should D. I stay or should I go? I used to do the karaoke. Do you that. agree? D. You everyone, agree? all the kids love yes. this song. Five it's on? years old. Yes. yes, that is the correct answer. Yeah, fucking It was in the Levi's commercial. I, I used to do karaoke to that song. I love that. We're the best. Around. Nothing's Nothing's gonna ever ever this one's dedicated to Woody. Which new wave band scored the mid '80s hit "Somewhere in My Heart"? A. Aztec Camera. B. Blondie. C, Ultravox, or D, the Thompson Twins? Can you repeat the question, please? This is Ben Bass speaking. Can you repeat the question? Which new wave band scored the mid-80s hit Somewhere in My Heart? A, Aztec Camera, B, Blondie, C, Ultravox, or D, the Thompson Twins? Well, Mario, I got nothing on this one. We can take out Blondie or Thompson Twins, so it's one of the other two. Who do you want to pick? What are the other two? Tomstron Twins? Take out the Thompson Twins. Take out Blondie. Who are the other two? Ultravox. I, I'm not repeating the Aztec question Aztec Camera. You wrong, Tron, bro. Well, one of those. Let's go with Ultravox. What do you say, John? Fine. I, don't, I got nothing on this one. The answer is A, Aztec wrong! Camera. You're so right. wrong. You boobs. Hey, I knew it was one of the two. Man, it's got glasses and a fucking Who the pen, fuck like... names their band Aztec Camera it's and like... the other guys agree and everyone goes, all right, let, now let's have a drink. Are you kidding? Same type of people who name a band Rape Man. <laughs> all right, that's two out of three. All right, we're let's doing go, good, Mario. Let's go, let's move this game along. Number yeah. four. Let's move on with the game. Which British band had the massive hit Fool's Gold? A, the Stone Roses. Jackie Martley's. B, Lloyd Cole and the Commotions. C, Pixies. D, Joy Division. Which English band? I'm going to repeat it one more time. Which British band had the massive hit Fool's Gold? All right, well, the Pixies are an American band. Stone Roses are from Canada's. What are the other two? Lloyd Cole and the Commotions. Or D, Joy Division. Well, I hate Joy Divisions. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> that has no bearing on the question. No, it now. doesn't. <laughs> so it can't be them. Mm, I don't know, Mario. Let's take it's them because you flip. hate them. All right, we'll do it. Joy Divisions. You're all boobs. <laughs> What's the right answer? Day, isn't it? The correct answer is... Joy Cole. The Stone Roses. No. Stone Roses are from Canada. Decidedly not from Canada. You thought they were from Canada. Yeah, Stone Roses are not from Canada. <laughs> not by a long shot. Shit. 
We started good, Captain. What's going on here? I don't know. I thought Rose's lead singer invented shove culture. Your you're, last you're, question. You're doing nothing, Mary. I got the first two questions. I was going to say Stone Roses, but you, you authoritatively said they were from Canada. Pick up the slack. I'm sorry. Jack. Get on. A million bus, apologies. Gus. Let's go. All right. Let's last, go while we're young. Last question. Which Pet Shop Boys song was about the lead singer's Catholic upbringing? A. It's a sin. B. What have I done to deserve this? C. Always in my mind. D. Heart. Well, this could be any of the first three easily if he was molested by a priest. <laughs> Always on my mind. It's what were the sin. other ones? It's a I'm sin. I'm going to repeat it one more time. Which Pet Shop Boys song was about the lead singer's Catholic upbringing? It's a sin. A. B. What have I done to deserve this? C. Always on my mind. <laughs> what have I done D, to deserve this? D. Heart. <laughs> what have I? What have I? What have I done to deserve this? Since you went away, I've been in Thank you. Answer. You got an answer, uh, Captain? <laughs> I'll go with it's a sin. Let's go with the That's obvious That's the one. obvious. You think so? I'll go with heart. That's crazy. All right. It's a sin. I go with, I defer to the captain. All right. They agree on it's a sin, and yeah, that is the correct not? answer. Yeah, yes, I do Captain. It. Captain Timson, you have three thinks. points. It's a, it's a, it's a All right. It's time for Team Mad Skills. <laughs> Mad right. Skills. Team Skills. Yeah! Up. You have to beat three to win or three to hit three to tie. And we we'll... can go around one more time after All this. All right. Well, you should Two go, times each. You should go back and forth from team to team. Dave and Pat have nothing to say for the past 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, they've been sitting here bored. Right. Here we go. <laughs> what are you? This is your choice right here. Art trivia or Irish trivia? <laughs> Art or Irish? Yeah. What do you choose? <laughs> Irish, yeah, okay. Irish it is. Yeah, is this a soundbite thing? Like, go to human art or Irish? You have a guy named Art. The Titanic was built in which Irish city? Galway, A. Belfast, B. Waterford, C. Or Dublin, D. That's a B. I, I just saw it. I know the yeah, answer. You agree? No, the okay, captain is jumping it. up and okay, down. Our final answer is Belfast. Correct. You agree? Yeah. That is right. I Skills indeed. It was Belfast, Captain. It was Belfast. I just watched you really got all of that question into you, and then you got it out in in a sexy manner. I, I started watching a a, a a documentary called "Why Ships Sink" on Nova. <laughs> like last, that's week. about the Concordia thing. Like, it's about a, yeah. no, mostly Titanic and the Itali- Italian I'm, ships. See, I've um, been watching that. Wasn't that interesting? The Irish cheaped out on Bolt on Netflix. I've been watching that show on Netflix where they search for shipwrecks. They're like, right, they're, and that show is fucking awesome. Is it? Yeah, yeah, that show rules. I'm interested in all that stuff. I think that they find cool. all these old wrecks in the British Channel. It's awesome. Are oranges the new shipwreck? English Channel. What? I see a thing that goes, "Why do ships sink?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't want to sink on a ship. I better watch this." Center of gravity. Anyway, here's number two. Which Irish band had a hit song called Drunken Lullabies? A, Dropkick Murphys. B, The Cranberries. C, Flogging Molly. Or D, Two Door Cinema Club. Time out. I'm actually going to say Cranberries like Scottish and... and No, they're not. Dropkick Murphys are like from fucking Boston. And Flogging Molly, I don't think are Irish either. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I think he's saying Irish bass band. Yeah. Um, I will. I, I don't think it's we'll definitely flog, not the cranberries. Flogging Molly. I'll go either A or C. Let's so go, we'll go flog, flogging Molly. Molly. All right. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. Flogging Molly's indeed. 
Yeah, I'm I know nothing about that band. Flog this. Suck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? In which year did the did Ireland join the European Community? A, this is bullshit with the Irish questions with Pat. Come on. A, 1956. B, 1987. C, 1973. Or D, 1968. In which year did Ireland join the, join the European community? Nin- B. 56, 87, 73, or 68? Uh, uh, B was 1987. B was 1987. I'll go with, I'll go with B. We'll go with B, final answer. B is your final answer. And the correct answer is 1973. Okay. Ah, they got one wrong. Oh, it's okay. They still got one more wrong. What? What is Philip Tracy famous for? Uh, John, could you not do that? We're trying to answer questions. This is a, a fucking a farce. Sorry, it's on, it's automated. Shite, shite on this team. This is a fucking farce. All right, take it easy, Nathaniel Hornblows. <laughs> what is Philip Tracy famous for? Born in. County Galway. A. Ships. B. Politics. C. Farming. Or D. Hats. Philip Tracy. What is he famous for? Pronounced Tracy. It's T R E A C. It's E A C Y. Yeah, they call it Tracy. I thought it was mold. I'm sorry. Bob Moore. Hey, do you guys see the new Bob Moore? Philip Tracy is famous for A. Ships. B. Politics. C. Farming. Or D. Hats. And they had ships. Not ships. It's Galway. You know how it's pronounced, but you don't know what he's famous for. Pat and uh, Dave discussing. So it is Tracy. I knew it. I'm, I'm going to say politics. No, it's Tracy. All right. Politics, hats. final it's answer. Hats. I want to. They, they have a final Wait, answer already? I, I heard two different things from both of you. No, no, no. no we he, talked about it. He's fucking. Oh, that's shit. you? You're Sorry. A son of a bitch. I'm wearing a Tracy oh, cap right now. He impersonated Dave's voice. <laughs> we said politics. I would like to turn this into a 50-watt amplifier and pull the two outside tubes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your, your amp geekery will get you nowhere, sir. The, uh, I, I agree with those guys. Politics. This 6L6 is busted. I think Mario busted. got it right then with hats. It was that hats. is crazy. Oh. I'm wearing a Tracy cap right now. <laughs> I, I, I defaulted to my esteemed teammate. I, you know, there's a reason I, I thought politics, and it's I'll tell you later. All right. For the tie, that's all you can do in this round. In which count... I'm sorry. Which county is the most heavily populated in Ireland? A. Dublin, B. Kerry, C. Wexford, or D. Tyrone? Which county is the most heavily populated in Ireland? Dublin, oh. Kerry, Wexford, or Tyrone? Oh. When I bend over, Dublin's scream into my ass. What do I? Th- I feel like he wouldn't do it if it was that obvious. I was no, in no, a no, cruise no. disaster yeah. once. Yeah, right. We'll go with Dublin. Dublin is right. Uh-huh. I-, I refuse to accept that. That's okay. All right. Tied. Wexford. That's way down we south. Have a t- we have a tie. Captain Tennille. I mean, Tintin. 23. Oh, we're tied up? We're tied Somebody up got this four. guy a map. No, we're tied. <laughs> Wexford's way down south. All right, let's cut it down to three, Ryan. Let's do two out of, best two out of three uh, for right. each team. Yes, yes. Sounds good. Make them three good ones. All right. Do you take useless trivia or chocolate trivia? Useless. Mario, what do you say? I like chocolate. Okay, well, I'll but let you're you also decide. useless. So. <laughs> useless chocolate for a hundred. So which is it? <coughs> useless. What about that art one? Can we have that one? <laughs> no. 
We'll take useless. Give Let's Pat go. Pat Ireland. Give He's me so art. indecisive. He didn't give me anything. Right. He gave me a choice, you fucking dildo. If you gave me 80 music, I would have fucking walked across you. Here we go. How do, do crickets... Do that. How do crickets hear? A, through their wings. B, through, through their legs. Through their belly. C, through their knees. Or D, through their tongues. I'm going knees, Mario. You with yes, me? Yes, it's on the legs. I say knees. knees. I'm going to give you a point because that is right. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it even before the choices began. I am a cricket aficionado. I got camelback crickets in my basement. Every time you talk, crickets, uh, there's nothing but crickets. John came to my house and killed camelback crickets. No, don't tell anybody. I let my exterminating license lapse. I was never there. That's right. It wasn't him. (laughs) I came and advised you. That's all I did. I did not spray any chemicals. Thank you. In which American city was the invention of plastic vomit? A, Chicago, D, I'm sorry, B, Detroit, C, Columbus, or D, Baltimore? I say it's a, a Columbus, John. All this stuff comes from Ohio. You going with Columbus, Ohio? All right, I'll go with Mario. Fuck it. I, you know, when I go to Chicago's, I want to vomit. All right, Mario, I can't argue with it because I, I have no clue, actually. So. Columbus. You agree, John? Sure. It is Chicago. After all, all our friends in P- PRF, PDR, or whatever. The PDR was. barbecues. Peanut Butter Revolution. <laughs> the PBR. Hey, Johnny, you going to play with your band at the Peanut Butter Revolution? <laughs> in yes, Mario. What a fucking mess. What a mess. <laughs> in, this is the last question. In Ben-Hur, which modern thing can be seen during the chariot scene? Oh, I know this one. A, a waitress. B, a car, C, a yeah. post box, or D, a street lamp. It's a car, John. Well, it's a I know, car captain. I know from playing poker oh, that Spartacus. I know from playing poker that when Dave said, "Oh, I know this," and then you said "car," and he went, "Yeah," that I picked That's up. A tell. I picked up that tell, and uh, I cannot ignore it. And I go, I will go with the high percentage of the picking car that is seen as, racing along the chariot. It's the car that was filming. Let's do it. Car. Captain Tintin, you have five points with the correct answer. Yes, yes. Captain Tintin. What's up with the tell, teammate? I oh, said I thought it was a watch, and I said, oh, and I was talking about something completely different. He got that from nothing. I did not know. No, you I said, knew, but, but he, I knew it was a car. All I'll tell along. you. I'll break it down for you. If you ever play poker, the uh, when he said the question, you go, I know this. And as he went through the answers, when he let's got move to, on with the game. When he got to car, you went, oh yeah. But I didn't know the answer. What do you mean? You said you knew it. I thought it, I thought it was answer. a wristwatch from I think that was Spartacus. Uh, uh, there was another. Right, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. All right. Well, I went with the high percentage choice. I'm that's okay. Your captain, Captain the Tintin, knew it all along. Wristwatch is game. my uh, favorite BJ's record. All right. So at useless trivia, I got two out of three. That must mean I'm useless. Skills. Okay. You need two points to tie. Skills. You need three points Teams. to win. You could do it right here with the three questions I got for you. Med skills. In either word trivia or Chinese dining trivia. I once yeah. farted at the beginning of Master of Puppets. Word <laughs> trivia. Yeah, word. Word. Right, yeah. All right. I hope it's about oh, Microsoft Word. word. I, I, I know that shit inside now. Mm. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? What is Control Z? <laughs> when you are capernoided, what are you? A- Slightly afraid, B. Slightly drunk, C. Slightly embarrassed, or D. Slightly out of tune. When you are capernoided, what are you? Slightly. Can you, can you spell the word, please? C a p e r n o i t e d. 
When you are capernoided, what are you? A, slightly afraid, B, slightly drunk, C, slightly embarrassed, or, or D, slightly out of tune? I'd say drunk or embarrassed, so... But that's just me, always. C? Keeper, like a... Yeah. I would go with drunk. Yeah. We're going to say slightly drunk. You are one step closer to tying and winning oh, this game. Drunk? Oh, come slightly on. drunk is correct. I've never been Cape Anointed in my life. Nothing's going to ever keep it down. <laughs> feel a little bit Cape Anointed. What was it, slightly drunk? That's right. Oh, interesting. I, I like slightly at tune. Did you just make those other answers up, kind of? Yeah, no, not really. Cape Anointed. Oh, okay. You know, we're just going to find a website one day yeah, that has exactly. all the Ryan games. Uh, that's right. that's next week's game. Listen, man, it's tough. And Ryan, I really appreciate it. Every single week, Ryan comes up with this game. It's fucking hard. It's not it's easy. insane. We take it for granted. No, we don't. I don't. I don't. You take it for granted, Joe? You don't even listen half the time. Thank you, Ryan. That's all, right. all I'm saying. Thank you. You're welcome. Tanti grazie. I listen and, uh, to this show, not like you Tanti grazie, up. papa. You have to because you have to edit it. <laughs> I only listen to the show when I go to Atlanta. <laughs> You're right. City. I really don't want to listen to it. I really don't. I, I dread listening to it. Do you? Yeah. I I'm, well, I'm kind of used to, like, you know how you hate hearing yourself? Yeah, yeah. That's my problem, actually. I, I'm over that. Uh, it's just the, I don't know. The I dread that- listening. Then when I listen to it, I go, hey, wait a second. The show's funny. So fuck it. We show's should, great. We should, we should hire someone else to do Best it. Best show ever. Fuck everybody. Thank you. So anyway, here's number two. <laughs> Claromancy is division, div, divination, divin, divination. 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 Uh, involving... I, I can't read. I'm sorry. Involving what? A, dice, B, glass, C, twigs, or D, ink. Claro, C-L-A-R-O. Claromancy is divination involving dice, glass, glass twigs, or ink. Mm. I took glass. one between glass or ink. Oh, you go? Okay. I, I really do. I think it's glass. Final answer. Is this what we agree on? We do. The answer is dice. Oh. Ah. Sorry. So you dice. have to get the next one I right. I don't even know what that question means. Pressure's meant. on, Mario. They, if they get this one right, they win. If, no, it's no, a tie. tie. Oh. Then we have to go to a sudden death. Let's shootout. The game. A fight to the death. Yeah, we'll do that. I will kill you, David. Listeners dropping off like flies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is a weeple? <laughs> a poor attempt at whistling, a poor attempt at listening, a poor attempt at sneezing, or a poor attempt at hugging. Weeple. Is it a poor attempt at whistling? Listening? Can you spell it? W-H-E-E-P-L-E. That's the way I would spell it. Is it a poor attempt at whistling, listening, sneezing, or hugging? Hugging. No one's a poor... Who's a poor hugger? Are you Are you getting these <laughs> definitions from Urban Dictionary, just by the way? Chris Woody McDermott. Terrible handshake, terrible hugger. Poor attempt at hugging. What do you think, Dave? You tried to hug me last night, Pat. It was poorly attempted. My instinct says... What did you call it? You a weeblo. A weeblo. Fuck the audience. Really? I'll let you go with it. I, I have no All idea. Right. I would say listening, but I think... Uh, 
But uh, let's let's stay with hugging. Hugging. Final answer. I'm sorry, guys. The f- it is whistling. So Mario and John, Captain and Tintin, both drink from the Pepsi drink Blue from Ribbon my glass, Mario. trophy. Ah, Three weeks so in a row, I am a winner. Do I get to go home now? <laughs> Three weeks in a row, Mario. I am a winner. By Drink from this association. chalice. I have never won a game in my life. Drink from this chalice, my friends. Taste is... of my gout. <laughs> you have chosen wisely. Taste of my gout. The winner's Ale. cup is sweet. Oh, I am slightly drunk. The... What is that word? I'm Best slightly around. drunk now. You're a cheap hold. <laughs> Oh, jeez, fuckers are trying to fucking cheat in the chat box. Crazy Bob does have a point. Not in a row. Good job, you assholes. Bullshit. It was th- we, we had three shows in a row. You're lying, Crazy Bob. Three shows in a row. I know because I listened to the show and I edited it. We've been here for the last three weeks. No. There was, no? We've we had two since off. you got back. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> You're right, Crazy he Bob. He said it was and that authority. Week, Why I buy it? That week, I played the Ryan game at home by myself, and I won. <laughs> and I crowned me and Pat amongst, are the champions. Amongst other things. Yes. You win nothing. Uh, I am the best around. That's where I learned about skills. Again, Mario, thank you for barely uh, keeping the team alive. I what do you mean? That. I got two out of three of uh, an unusual Davis, trivia. Exactly you got nothing. I am the best around. <laughs> I got That's n- a new question we got to ask. Cricket legs and uh, the other one. I'm going to I'm going to go back and listen to all the Ryan games and figure out who's the winner because I'm pretty sure it's me because Dave you know the times he didn't show up he can't be smarter than me because he's not here and then it's going to be on because then it's going to be like a mission for Dave and Pat. I stayed sober Dave. for this and I still lost I think you for, <laughs> well, you should fact check fact check all the questions and right. find out how off I am oh on no I'm not doing that no way. No fucking way. I'll be happy with I 80, show 87%. I'll that's be like, happy. That's like steroids. Like, I have kids. Go I have to like, like <laughs> throw balls at them and stuff. We have to do stuff together. Skills. <laughs> I can't be sitting. What is Pat throwing at me? Is food Pat, fight. Food of, fight. Uh, American Spirit Lights. Lights. All right, everybody. What do we do? It's 11 o'clock. You want to wrap it up? Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah. 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 yeah, Big Time Mike is waiting to play some cards. He's Mikey, Big Time. You want to get on a microphone and say something? <laughs> oh, Do you want to get on Mike? And you got to come here, Mikey. Come take Mike. Mikey, take... big time, famous actor from. Uh, he's been on the he Sopranos. Is. He is. Listen, Mikey, he's like the time. talented Fud. Pretend uh, you're on on like. Where the hell are you guys? Pretend you're on like uh, the Today Show and act accordingly. If you or, know what I'm saying, or even the Mokay Show. <laughs> Mikey, tell us about some of the shows you've been on. Tell us what. Yeah, tell us I a little bit about your pedigree. I did Oz. I've uh, been in a couple of De Niro's flicks. <laughs> right. We did. With Bruce Willis and Denzel, oh my God, he was a nightmare. Denzel, talk you about electric car. Talk right, about well, Gandolfini's passing. And, uh, uh, it was sad, man. Jimmy's a, a really nice guy, man. He's the guy who hooked me up with the stand-in gig. He made me the stand-in for the first two seasons. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was a pretty good friend. I knew him before he was famous, you know. Right. And uh, would you stand called, in for? When I stood in for pussy. Uh, <laughs> big pussy. You Not know. in my world. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Vinny goes back with me and Gandolfini. When we got called for the Sopranos, when we got called for the Sopranos, I said to, to Vinny Pastore, I said, Vinny, what the fuck is the Sopranos? What is this, an opera? And James Gandolfini, he took my line when he won his Emmy Award, and he says, Mike, I used your line. When I got called for The Sopranos, I thought it was an opera. (laughs) 
Mikey sad. Big Time. Mikey I actually time. get tears in my eyes. He's a good uh, friend. He's man. a good guy. We no, knew a lot of guys too. who knew him. And uh, how how uh, how do you why do you why don't you have an IMDb page? Why don't you get out there and put yeah, yourself out there? You know what it is. A lot of a uh, lot of uh, movie database pages are put up by people that want to produce their careers that they were never in anything. You know what I mean? Like right. You you could actually. It's only for big stars. Anybody that's a mid-range actor, if you really want to find out if they have credits, call SAG and, and give them their SAG number because... Nobody's they, calling anybody now. It's no, all Google and well, Internet they do, shit, No, they you know? do it. You know what they do is when a casting director asks you if you're paid up with SAG, they, they punch up your number and then they see your credits. It's all there online. Independent uh, database is kind of... Kind of a little scammy because you can right. put your own stuff. I sure. can put that. Uh, I was in Lawrence of Arabia. You know what I mean? I, I loved you in there. You weren't. <laughs> weren't you? Weren't you driving the car? And you were standing for Lawrence. Right. Weren't you? He was trying to. Oh, I actually wrecked the car on the Sopranos when they go. It's that car mine guy. He doesn't know how to drive. But Tony, my car. That's me. You see <laughs> That's me? Right. I wrecked the red eye rock one take. I crashed it. James Gandolfini says, "My God, the, the first time store? you crashed the car and it didn't cost you any money." <laughs> oh, oh! That's I thought you were driving the Lesabre in the chair in uh, in uh, Ben Hur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard that. I heard you guys talking about there was a car in Ben Hur. Come on, that's right. During yeah, the chariot the scene, it was the filming car. They caught no, a piece no, no, of no. it. No, Actually, no, no. that was the one time I'm watching Regal. I'm watching <laughs> movie Spartacus. Spartacus with Kirk Douglas. And I look, and the guy's got a, one of the guards got a wristwatch on. See, I told you. Yeah. I told no, you. I didn't get a point for that. Time out. You but guys are thinking Spartacus. Tarzan. It was, uh, no, Spartacus. In, Spartacus. I, I, in Spartacus, you watched the movie. Oh, yeah? The guy's I, got I, a wristwatch on, a gold wristwatch. I, got I believe you, but the first time that happened was in the black and white Tarzan movies, a Tarzan uh -huh. TV show where the, uh, the, uh, the natives were holding shields and spears, and one guy's got like a Casio. No, I see they, that in they, period they pornos all the time. There's always wristwatches in like in like Roman pornos. They <laughs> fucked. Up, they fucked up because they they actually they they accidentally had a real black person in it. Hey, who parked the Cutlass out here trying to film a fucking porno in Rome? Yeah, they, they accidentally, a black person walked through the shot. <laughs> you know, sometimes you catch the mistakes in the movie when, especially when you work on them. Yeah, like uh, there, isn't there I, a good fella scene. scene where the the license plate falls off and you see the yeah. new white license plate? Yeah, they're yeah. supposed to be all yellow ones. Yeah, it's like uh, I did U.S. Marshals with Tommy Lee Jones, right? You know, right. I worked on the like film. a sequel to uh, The Fugitive. Right, right. You see, at the when Tommy Lee Jones's partner gets shot, you see I'm the guy pulling the guy out of the ambulance. But the funny thing is, why are you pulling someone out of the well, ambulance? I was, uh, you, you, know, you go the to the hospital. The emergency yeah. doctor, like at the. I want you to die right here. No, I was, at, I was the only guy who carried the guy on a stretcher. You guys were some the hero who doesn't know what to do. Like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save you. No, I, put me back in the ambulance. What are you doing? Sorry, go ahead, Mikey. Yeah, I, I actually am the guy pulling the guy out. Like if you see that movie. I could tell you where they like messed up in the movie because I kind of laugh at it. <laughs> you know, you you see when Snipes they pull up to the hospital, I reach into the ambulance and says, "You got him? Does he have a chance?" And I wheel him into the hospital. Is but it the, you or just your hands? No, you see me. You see me. Ah. A good shot of me. You see my face. You see me, and I'm in the doctor scrubs. But <laughs> I'm like I'm like in the green scrub. Doctor Mikey, big time. I got this great guy. He looks like a doctor. I, I'm big time Mike. What? I have no idea. Give me, give me ten hey. cc's of marron. Hey, whoa, take it easy. 
<laughs> oh, what are you? You're bleeding all over my fucking. Uh, I'm big time, I, Mike. I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. I just got these scrubs fitted. He kept calling the blood gravy. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you guys so are too funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the movies—they always make mistakes. Just people that are really catch them, you know. It's like uh, of- <laughs> it's like I did that show Oz. Choke up on that mic. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I did. I did that a- show Oz and. Uh, <laughs> on Oz, I, I, they, they were going to rape me in a scene. I said, no, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> happen. Big time Mike said, doesn't go that way. I got to die with dignity. So they hey. shoot me in the head, point blank range. And the guy was going to put a, a gun with blanks to my head. I said, wait a second. I don't want, I want to see the gun. I don't want anybody, I don't want to end up like Brandon Lee. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. I says, listen, let me see the gun. So the guy who kills me is the guy from Scarface. Remember the assassin from Scarface? He shoots me right in the forehead. And okay. I'll picture. I call up and I tell my father, Dad, watch watch Oz. I, I'm on Oz. And my father's witnessed me get whacked. He started getting chest pain. He saw me get whacked. <laughs> oh my God, my son's brains went all over the wall. Like, Dad, take it easy. It's a fucking movie. I it's a TV it, show. It's ketchup. It's ketchup. It's not nothing. It was a movie. What season is that? Season that, one? That's, yeah, like the first season of Oz. Oh, right. Because so, the people on the chat box, they got the computer. They know. They go, end of season one? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So who are you? Why'd they shoot you? I, the Napa. Were you a rat? I was, no, I was the one of the gangsters Napa takes over my, my action. You know? oh, all right. And I was like, I'm not going to kiss a guy, so and I'm not going to let you rape me, so it's I'm going to die with dignity. It's acting, Mike. Why won't you just get raped? You're right. acting. That, that show wasn't a show. I could tell my grandma, your, right. grandma like, put on odds. They got everybody yeah. naked on. That might and have been your Emmy right You're going to love this, Grandma. It's a, it's a gangbang, and I'm the victim. Put it on right now. It's on Channel 4. Yeah, that's right. Tune in. Well, I appreciate that you have like you have standards. You tell these guys to go fuck themselves uh, because you can't show it to I, your family. That's weird. I never th- even thought of this. Like, you figure like, hey, you know, you can explain it to people as a TV show, but maybe they won't talk to you for uh, something. You know? I know. Listen, look at the guy on The Sopranos. I was offered that guy the part. I told him no. I can't kiss some guy on the show. And then the guy, the that's biker what, guy that kissed the guy on the show, he committed suicide. He got ridiculed. He got tight. Why won't you kiss a guy in the show? Because uh, they acting. pressure you into doing it. Wait, which guy? Are you talking about uh... Vito, the gay guy at the end of the last <laughs> Vito season? Vito killed himself. No, the other guy, the biker guy, Ooh. actually Johnny killed himself. Cupcakes. Uh, Johnny Cakes. Johnny Cakes. Well, he killed like, himself. Yeah, he no killed way. Himself. The Just... guy that he kisses, the biker guy, killed himself. And you're you're, you're, you're saying I love you, Johnny Cakes. Because he are had you, to kiss Are you him trying him. to connect like the two things? Like the guy kissed the dude, then he killed himself. No, because you know what it is. He got ridiculous for doing it. Come on, Mike, get over it. Kiss me right now. Kissed Dandara last night. Okay. You ain't my type. Yeah. I actually <laughs> ate Johnny Cakes once. Give me, oh. give me my sad card or my fat card. I'll kiss uh, Mario right now. Listen, they could, they can call it that because if you're anti-gay in the movie business, you're out. <laughs> you're out. Well, you, you should ask be. Rock Hudson. What do you, you care what other people do? No, I don't. But as long as they don't touch it. me, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, you, you want to give me a reach around? No, that hey, ain't gonna uh, happen. Did you see uh, uh, Evan Seinfeld's? Pe- Is there any penis like open on the set? Is everyone walking around with their penises out because it's Oz? Listen, on that show, on that show, you know, it wasn't the greatest show in the world. That's why it didn't last so long. It was like a shock show, that show was, you know. And and, and as far as uh, in the movie business, uh, listen, you know, they, they, they try to get anything they could get out of you. I see some of these poor girls that go up for parts. Like I, I just ran into a, a, a girl that was an actress, this girl. I ain't even going to mention her name. And she got parts in movies. Was it I, Heather Graham? I know. I actually seen her, and she says, "Oh, Mike, how are you?" I says, "How are you doing?" 
She says, oh, I kind of, she was a, a flight attendant, beautiful girl. She says, you know, I just got tired of, of uh, you know, all these guys want to sleep with me for a part. I, she goes, I just got tired of playing the game. And I says, yeah, I know what you mean. I says, you know, in the business, you, you know, it's tough. Well, what's it's next tough. for Mikey Big Time? If you don't have the IMDb, if you don't have this, are you... Are no, I know what you got to do is you got to produce your own. You got an agent or something? No, yeah, I got an agent, but you got to produce your well, own Why movies. aren't they calling you up for the parts and stuff? Because I oh, really I saw you as a... In a Dave, you should do a podcast! <laughs> there's a, uh, a Dave Chappelle show bit where uh, Mikey Big Time is one of the cops who's kicking the crap out of Dave Chappelle. I remember that. Yeah, That's Chris, uh, yeah. Chris oh, Rock. That was, uh, that was Chris Rock. Chris Rock, Chris sorry. Chris yeah. Rock show. Yeah, yeah, I did some stuff, but it's like... You know, they, you can't they, pick up a gig like that once in a while. Once yeah. in a while, you know, like I did, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and, and Larry Davis was aces. Oh yeah, I was really the bo- and he loves poker. So if, like we told him we we're playing poker, this guy would come to our poker game. Let's I figured he would go back into the dressing down. room and hide from everybody. He told me when I was I did the N word episode. You see me? I'm the guy with the black girlfriend, and he goes to say the N word, and I start yelling at him in the court. All right. Now, if you see that episode, I'm the guy sitting right behind him. He turns around, and he's going to say the N-word, and he looks at me. I go, go ahead, say it, buddy. You were going to say it. And then he goes, and he runs out of court. So then after we filmed for the day, I asked him, you know, is there any place to play cards around here? He goes, go to Commerce Casino. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I love that place. I could not believe the money. in the. There had to be $20 million in cash in one room. With everybody playing cards, <laughs> I, know I says the guys back in New York don't know about the Commerce Casino. I mean, I couldn't believe all it. of California's card clubs. They have them everywhere. Amazing. Listen, that casino makes more money than Atlantic City does. So, That's what right. does that tell you? I mean, it, it, it's big money. They like to play pie gal. Yeah, full pie gal. I says, what is that pie gal poker? What do you shoot yourself in the head after you lose a million dollars? I mean, it's <laughs> I funny because it's racist. That's, that's Diddy Mao. Uh, listen, uh, little little Asian ladies dumping duffel bags full of hundred dollar bills. I mean, uh, what was the buy in? A million dollars? I seen a lady dump a duffel bag. I, I go, do, do, do the guys from Las Vegas know about this? I mean, sure. It's the card club. Sure. It's amazing. Yeah, and the uh, California's. Uh, you know, a lot of people have theories about different uh, regions and how they play poker, and they say California is like the pr- people are pretty passive there. Check, check, check. Florida, kind of the same thing. New York, so maybe Atlantic City is aggressive. You know, they have these theories, but I don't buy it. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe how much money was in that room. I mean, old ladies with duffel bags full I, of money, ladies and gentlemen. You're uh, listening yeah. to Live from the Barrage. <laughs> and, and I asked them how long this has been a casino out here. You know what they told me? From It was from the Western days, it was a gold mining casino. When they hit gold in California. Right. I couldn't believe it. Oh. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the first thing you do when you get a bunch of guys who <laughs> hit a bunch of gold. You open up a fucking blackjack table. It's too sweet. You go, how are you going to get a piece of this? Look, either, you either open a diner or a strip club. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is. A whorehouse, no. bar. Those, These are the places. Is in that the how West. Hooters came about? White that's Castle. <laughs> White Castles. Wherever guys are getting drunk and finding gold, you'll find the casino, the whorehouse, and the bar. And the check cashing place. Thank you. Uh, we, right need, we need one of those on the East Coast, buddy. Somewhere it's coming. It's coming. I wish. You know, I wish they had a poker room at, uh, what is that, an Aqueduct Racetrack Casino. There. They'll be here. Yeah, our well, table games are coming. There's, there's a weird uh, arbitrary line between table games and actual gambling, and it's stupid, and it's dumb like Blue Law, and hopefully that will pass, and we can go play poker like degenerates over at Aqueducts, going on to South <laughs> Conduits. 
<laughs> Instead of this sweaty garage. Oh, I'm going over to the conduit. Yeah, oh, exactly. To the diner. To uh, the diner. Dino's Old Park. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, uh, Pat. Thank you, Mikey Big Time. Thank you, Mario. Time, Thank you, John uh, Houlihan. Good to be here. Don't forget to uh, see Risk Reward and 10 Cent Fuck Flicks at uh, Story of Music Now, uh, Saturday, September 7th. Don't forget to vote for Paul Graziano on September 10th if you're in District 19. I'm voting. Don't forget to see the mess around at Don Pedro's on uh, Saturday the 14th of this month. Right, Dave? Yes. I forgot about that show. And, I love Don uh, Pedro's. Uh, don't forget to see uh, the 10 Step Folk at Hellgate Social Club. And uh, maybe we'll have the guy from X in. I don't know. <laughs> what about uh, what about Steve? Steve's band on Friday. Uh, we ride on. Oh, Steve's band, yeah. We ride on record release party that's going on at Spike Hill, I think. I yeah. might I might do a live remote from there. I, that means I won't be here, Pat. Sixth. You'll be happy. Well, good luck Sixth with your... Are you going to tape it on a cassette? I will tape it on my memory stick and uh, <laughs> and then transport it here by carrier pigeon. Hit me <laughs> with my memory stick. Hit me fast and hit me quick. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to that gig. Oh, yeah, I know. I, you know, I figured I want to go, too. Yeah. Let's, Let's do a live off. remote. There'll be a show the next three Fridays, and then we'll take a week off, and we'll we'll talk about it later. Let's do a live remote, then. When are we taking off? That would be next Friday, uh, that show. No, no. We're, we're in until uh, September 27th. There's no show, because i got to play with the, the last 10 Cent Fuck Flick show, apparently, because Lorenzo, I don't know, quit. Or something. That Lorenzo, wait till I get him, man. He can't quit every band he's in. Why? He's Maybe that's just the he's allowed. He's like direction the, his life is taking. He's the best of rock and roll. I need him. He is the best, but you know, listen, a man's got to make decisions in his life, and I don't fall. So next week uh, at the uh, record release party, you're, you're going, Pat? Fucking it. Well, let's do it live remote. All right. It's Goodbye. All Thank you, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Rock you guys on. know we're on the radio, right? Rock! Thank you, everyone. Hey, this is Woody High from the band Mighty High. You're listening to Live from the Barrage, the antidote to Elliot Smith, whatever you do. Listen to Live from the Barrage. Don't listen to Yes.